What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Chaos Theory Podcast. My name is Ivan, aka Kinetic, and we are back with a banger for season two of our podcast. We have a great guest with us today. It's been a while, guys. We've been hearing your feedback. It's been great. So without further ado, Ken, take it away. What is happening, guys? Welcome back to the Chaos Theory Podcast. Bro, it's actually been about three months since the last episode. Uh, thank you guys for being patient. We we kind of had to sort some things out, get the timing right. It was the holiday season, yep. but we're back, dude. And we're back with an amazing episode. Um, our guest for today, um, this is a man. Uh, I, I always like to say that our guests have done it all, right? Yeah. They, they have a lot of feathers in their cats, right? And they've accomplished a lot of things. I think we all have in a certain sense, but this guy that we have here, <laughs> he has had a very interesting journey. And he's seen a lot of things, a, a lot of popular moments, a lot of, uh, a lot of events through from an outside perspective, and he's also participated in them as well. So he definitely has a unique perspective on on these things, and we'll get into it. But I want to welcome at this time one of the legends of Regency Fun Center. I'm talking about None Jtron, other. Regency Rotron. What's happening, brother? What's up, guys? Uh, Yo, man, thanks for having me here. Dude, we're going. Uh, we're, it's we're, truly an honor to be part of one of these episodes. Dude, we've, we've been meaning to get you on here for a while. Yeah, for dude. sure. We've we've, I mean, we've definitely talked about it for a good while, so it's it's great to have you here, man. And can't wait to tell your story. Good to be here. Yeah, the lore, the lore behind you, Jatron, is a lot of people know who you are, right? Mm-hmm. And But right. they don't, they're not really 100% in tune with what you've accomplished. And that's what we kind of, we kind of want to bring to the light. In okay. this episode, I always say that you can't be slept on. You can't sleep on the J-Tron <laughs> because yeah, if right, you right. do, you're going to end up on the wrong side of the sun, right? <laughs> so like, like everything, yeah, like everything, we're going to go through the, um, the origins. Obviously, we're going to, we're going to talk about how you, how you got started, okay. uh, how you got introduced to the scene, uh, rivalries, tournament results, hype moments. Like we're going to go over all of that. Right. Okay. Maybe how he, and maybe how he formed his team, how he got his name, that, that whole. Sh- oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Turn has yeah. plenty of weapons in his arsenal right. though, that we're going to, we're going to talk about. Uh, before we get started, guys, a uh, friendly reminder that fight kingdom is one of the premier tournaments that's coming up in, uh, Everett, Washington. It'll take place, I believe, the first week of May of this year. There's still plenty of time to sign up. Make sure that you guys go check it out because I'll be in attendance. You're going to have World Match you there. Thriller will be there. And Jtron is looking to make an appearance as well. So if you've ever wanted Absolutely. to get games in with him, money matches, whatever the case is, dude, he wants a piece of it all. Mm-hmm. And we saw how last year Fight Kingdom was, in my opinion, um, the standout tourney of the year. Like, it was just... Nobody expected it, and the the turnout was great. Everyone had a great time, um, and I cannot wait to see what how it's gonna like play out in this year. So, dude, not to mention Spider Man put in some work. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Parker, Parker, man, Parker. <laughs> now people are asking me if I'm gonna bust out uh, Shuma this mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't oh, think wow. I will. That's dude. rough. I don't think I will just because it's. I mean, I could if I ran. I think I would run a Magneto Storm Shuma just just for the easy level three. Uh, but I don't know, man. Well, we'll see. We'll I've see. seen some of the videos on Facebook. Uh-huh. It's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking pretty good, um, boys. Have you have you 
Has he played your Shuma? No, no, not okay, yet. Okay, okay. No, He's going to find out. Not that. yet, dude. I guess we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, without further ado, guys, we're going to get started with uh, J-Tron's origin story. A lot of it is going to be new information for me as well, because I obviously we kind of grew into the scene together and we experienced some of the same moments. But there's a lot of stuff that happened behind the scenes and, you know, uh, moments where that I wasn't a part of, you know, and some moments, some moments where you have you have your own opinions and your own thoughts on things as they went down. And hopefully you can kind of help us put the pieces together for the puzzle for sure um so i'll turn it over to you juan tell mm-hmm. us how you got started bro uh it started with uh, street fighter 2 wow um at the laundromat um coming out of school um i would go play the against the computer i was uh, i was pretty terrible at it you know very scrubby <laughs> wait street fighter 2 uh, championship edition oh, okay. the one okay. that was you know at the arcades oh, okay cool and um well i didn't know how to do much on it um until i ended up uh seeing a magazine mm-hmm. where it showed you the characters uh, special moves and it had the arrows yes and i was like oh Okay, oh, so like it's the, half like, a circle for uh, like the directionals, Hadouken. right? Yes, like down, down, for, forward, uh, hurricane forward. kick, and uh, Hadouken. Uh, I always struggled on the uppercut, that was my big yes. struggle on the game Same for game. all of us. I, I struggled with that one. Um, there was also another machine next to it, Marvel Superheroes, and I would just go there and just uh, play on against the computer. There was a competition at times. I would uh, go in there, I'd win, I'd lose. I mean, uh, it wasn't a big deal. And who did you um, pick, Jay? uh, For Street Fighter, Ken. Okay. Ken was my character. Uh, Ryo as well. Uh, Gaio, I couldn't play because I I didn't know how to do his his charge moves. Yes, I didn't know. Yes. (laughs) Sonic Boom. So I didn't pick pick him. It was always uh, Ryu or Ken. It was until I... uh, I started going to uh, the Compton Fashion Center where they had uh, all the games, all the fighting games, the verses, and there was actually competition there. So I started seeing other people play and the execution, the way they were playing, and I was like, whoa, damn. By this time, did Marvel 2, had it already been released? or uh, At the time, no. Okay. No, I was still a, a teenager. I want to say I was like 13, 12, maybe around. It's probably like mid-90s. Okay. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel 2 came out in 2000? 2000, yeah. 2000, 2000, yeah. Right. So that, that place where you were playing Street Fighter, did you ever try to play Marvel superheroes? Yes, I did. You did? Yes, okay. I did. Because that, that would have been a good segue to For in- sure. introduce you to the to that engine. Oh, know, yeah. Air combos yeah, uh, and... X Men Children of the Autumn. Children, of the, Children yeah. of the Atom was. Yeah, that, that's another pinnacle. one. Pinnacle, yeah. Sure. Um, I did play that one. That one was hard. <laughs> well, the, that engine that one was hard. Yeah, the game engine for Children of the Atom is is unique, right? It doesn't play like like Marvel superheroes or. That's it's, right. It's, it's it's a little different. It's its own. It's its own thing. It's its own thing. Yeah, I've been I've been meaning to, to dabble with it, but. I mean, for what, right? Yeah, it's a no, good it's, game, uh, though. <laughs> is it? I, I think so. I mean, I, I think it's, it's a good I game. I feel like it's slow, dude. It, it is. It, it is. is. It's it's, it's very agree. clunky, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the perfect perfect way to describe it. But all the moves were there. 
Yeah. If you paid attention, yeah. you were like, whoa, the moves are there. Well, dude, there were a lot of extra moves that were taken out as these oh, characters for sure. progressed. Like Sentinel had a, yeah. a command grab. Oh, that's true. He yeah. had different different uh, animations for his, his normals. Right. So you can only imagine what would have happened if those moves had been brought over to... Can you imagine Marvel Sentinel 2? with a command grab right now? Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, they put it in Marvel 3, right? Right. Yeah, they brought it back, but so then they, we kind of missed out on that. They also nerfed the shit out of them as, also, yeah. as well. So. so Compton Fashion Center, where, where was it, where was this place at? This was uh, in the city of Compton in uh, Long Beach Boulevard and Tucker. Okay. So. Did, you, did you find yourself in a spot where you kind of knew, okay, I know who the good players are. I know who I can be. Uh, or with time, I did because I started seeing the regulars showing up. So I was able to, you know, learn from them, uh, compete against them, and uh, just get better. How was the uh, interactions with these, like, more, like, high-level players? Were they, like, welcoming? Were they, like, kind of, um, like, standoffish? You know what I mean? Cause well, some of them were gangsters. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> you know, we're in the hood. So they weren't very uh, friendly either. <laughs> we're in the hood. So. And I was like. Man, if I beat this guy, is he going to beat me up? Yeah, there's that concern. You know, but... Um, were the games uh, 25 cents? Yes. Oh, okay. 25 Thank cents. Thank God, good. dude. Can yeah, you imagine the 50 were. cent ones, man? They were. They were. But even, but even then, bro, 25 cents was still like, damn. If I only show up with a dollar, I mean, when, oh, when yeah. I used to go to the arcade, I, didn't, I mean, it's not like I went and with especially if you're 20 losing. bucks. Right? Yeah. It, it, you know, 25 cents can go by like this, especially if... Uh, like if we if we're talking Marvel two right and you play against somebody who knows how to do the infinite that's right I mean back then when I first started I was picking like Jill Spider Man Strider and then somebody would get me in the Iron Man Infinite and I'm like God damn where'd my money go <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to Fye down and sell a couple of DVDs oh to kind of get, get my money back <laughs> Fye um when did you get your first experience with marvel 2 right because obviously that's why we're here and that's what we want to know is how did you get introduced to that game it was actually there they brought a fresh brand new cabinet yeah and uh, i was like oh i gotta play this so i put a quarter in there and i noticed assist one and assist two and i was like what is this right so i didn't like it off the bat I, I, I can, couldn't get used to it because the jab and the punch, and then you have your short and your roundhouse. Right. And then two assists. I was like, this isn't like X-Men versus Street Fighter. Right. It's a whole new like way of thinking. Yes. And you're you're not like, used to this. As like, a matter of fact, I thought maybe the game was programmed wrong. I was like, oh, <laughs> this can't be right. You're out telling the worker, hey, come fix this. <laughs> <laughs> and for, so, for, those, for those of you listening, uh, what Juan is referring to is a different type of controller setup that at the time we weren't used to. No. Um, traditional games like X-Men versus Street Fighter, uh, Marvel Superheroes versus Street Fighter, Marvel versus Capcom 1, mm-hmm. you have six buttons total, and they're structured as three punches you have a weak, medium, and heavy punch, and then you have a weak kick, medium kick, and a heavy kick. What Marvel vs. Capcom 2 did was they made it a three-on-three, three, uh, three characters versus three characters, and they switched the controller setup to where you had a weak punch, heavy punch, and then what Juan referred to as assist one, which when you press that button, 
your backup character would come out momentarily and throw a fireball or do an uppercut or do something and then they would immediately leave the screen. So they would do what the name implies, which is assist you during the match. And then for the bottom row, you had weak kick, heavy kick, and then your other character. So with this, it implemented a totally new strategy. Because remember, we had played Marvel versus Capcom 1 where we also had assists, but they were limited. You could only call them a certain amount of times. And once they were, once it was done... Once it was depleted, it was basically a 1v1. That's it, yeah. That's what it devolves down. And then also, what Ken was uh, speaking to is they got rid of the medium punch and the medium kick. It's not in the control scheme. The, the control scheme. So, like, in that case... Because if they had included it, we'd essentially have eight buttons. And there's just no way you can you navigate eight buttons you know as a player and doing all the inputs that we need to so dude that's crazy and if you were a heavy marvel versus capcom one player now this is crazy now that i'm thinking about it is all of that goes out the window yeah all the execution your muscle memory with using six uh attack buttons right now you got to learn a whole new system yes so walk me through how, how did that go for you when you when you made the transition over well um at first when i first played it i mean i just couldn't get into it i didn't like it so i i just didn't play it and i went back to a tech and tag tournament i played um snk versus capcom the chaos one nice. the bananas one nice one bro <laughs> that one had Ken would ridiculous that one. combos Dude, that's I, a whole... I, that game is why does it exist? <laughs> SVC Chaos is an, a ridiculous game. It, it, it's, yes, and, and I liked it, the crazy combos and all that. And there was a scene right there. So there was always five, six, seven players there. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, well, this is what people are playing. Well, let me just play this. Yeah. So I was playing that at the time. And, you know, as, you know, time went by, years went by. Uh, I met John, MSP John also, and he was coming around and he was, he started playing it also, the SNK versus Capcom, the chaos one. And uh, I want to say in 2016, he started playing Marvel 2. So he wasn't coming around anymore. And uh, 2016 is far uh, in. Uh, uh, excuse me, 2006. Six. Yes. 2006 yeah. there's we might have a conflict on dates right there um i used to play at the monobello mall that that was okay. like my my stomping grounds mm -hmm. i remember one time where it was you msp john and ricky you guys showed up to play at that mall and this is when i was still picking like Jill, Spider-Man, and then I used Magneto as my anchor character. And you guys were already picking, like, MSP, MSS. Like, I, I remember John did the uh, Hypergrab Tempest on you, and you mashed out, like, nothing. Like, that was something that was always your strength. But this had to have been, like, late 2005, maybe. Yeah, it had to have it had been. had to be? It had to have been, because I, re I remember seeing you guys there. Okay. And... It was a um, a reminder for me, like, dude, there's fucking, there's levels to this. Like, I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Right. Like, you guys were, were a prime example of, dude, there's so much that I don't know. Like, these guys are, these guys are godlike. I mean, I used to think that Dominic was godlike back then, you know? Okay. 
but um, I do remember seeing you guys there once. Was I there? Yeah, yeah. It was you, John, and and Ricky. This had to have been like late 05. Late 05, okay. Late 05, yeah. But John was another guy who had, I mean, he had hands, dude. He was fast. He had execution. Um, Yeah, him and Ricky were playing. So, yeah, and Ricky was pretty good even um, at the time. Yeah, Ricky Ricky was a beast, yeah. yeah. Um, what was your team when you first started playing? It was uh, Jill, Doctor Doom, Sentinel. I mean, that's not bad. Jill, uh, huh? Jill, because I was a Resident Evil fan. Nice. Doctor Doom, Marvel superheroes. You couldn't pick him, so I was like, "Well, he's here. Let me pick him." And Sentinel, I I, I saw that robot, and I was, "Why is he here?" why is he there he's big he's yeah, slow he's big and he's slow but i noticed the flying around and i was like well that has to be good right so, and i'm assuming he's seeing these other players pick sentinel and he's mm-hmm. wondering the yes. same thing like wait a minute but these guys are picking sentinel for a reason and then you come to find out all the little intricacies that this character has mm-hmm. and just completely broken but Dude, for the longest time i could not jump on that Bandwagon. Right. You the talked longest, about it. Yeah, for the longest time. I you just, were like, you just refused to. You're like, I f- this character's cheap or I whatever. I felt like he was um, a crutch. Like if you couldn't. Like if your skills weren't up to par, you yeah, would use him you to would like, use him as a to, crutch, get a, yeah. to get a win. And, and for, in some cases it is true, right? That's why I pick like Shuma, Sentinel, Doom, right? I call it Chaos Dimension. Yeah. Um, because Shuma can only do so much. I mean, he can't really rush you down. He doesn't have a try jump. His normal jump is so, like, he has a high arch, so it takes forever (laughs) for him to land. I mean, that's why I put, so if he, if he, if he dies, Sentinel comes in and he just picks up the slack. Wait, so you mean to tell me he doesn't have a try jump, but I see you freaking stonewalling everybody four times in a row? He can do that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He can do that, but... Dude, the recovery time on that is ridiculous. Of course. If he'd be able to cancel that move into something else, then he'd be more viable, right? Yeah. But yeah. that's that's besides the point. Um, what? So obviously, my next question is the most mm-hmm. obvious one: is okay. what made you ditch Jill, yeah. Doom, and get you into what we know you for, and that's Magneto, Cable, Sentinel. Sentinel. Okay. FFA. So, uh, Family fun I, yep. I ended up meeting a uh, junior B. It I was, um, either 2006 or seven. I'm, I'm, I'll be a little off on the dates, but I think it was probably 2006. And he's the one that introduced me to the arcade scene. And, uh, our first stop was FFA. So I went up there and I saw Sue Mighty play. Oh, nice. Magneto. Fuck, bro. And that Magneto was insane. I was like, whoa. Like I saw man. him there. Uh, Neo was there. Uh, Neo? Neo. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. That, that early on? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Neo was there that day. Uh, Fanatic, Mega Man DS. Uh, Finesse was there too it, it was a good day to go to FFA And they were all playing there All the killers Yeah, oh, yeah Absolutely And that's where I got my first uh, view on Magneto And I liked him from the get go Oh like, yeah okay, man I gotta, I gotta pick him Yeah, yeah. 
I this man runs you. trains through oh, people, yeah. bro. Yeah. If you like offense, if yes. you like execution, if you like yeah. hitting buttons, man, Magneto is the character. Yeah. And um, Cable was a character that I always liked. I'm like, he's mm. a shooter. And the Air Hyper Viper Beam, um, I loved it. When did you discover that you could loop it? Um, and was that was that a like moment where you actually wanted to pick the character more because of it? Oh yeah, especially since you can get two out of it if you get that assist. For the for those uh, listening, Juan, can you explain what what it means to loop it? I guess. Loop the to air those who, who aren't familiar with the engine, what does it mean to? Well, you tiger knee. And uh, you get to do multiple uh, air hyper viper beams. You can chain them together, essentially. Yeah. Yes, so, so the developers never intended for you to be able to do that. It was just something that players were able to exploit. But they must have. Ex- they must have. From what I heard, they discovered it during the testing phases. During, you know. Did they? Yeah, and they left it in. Wow. So they didn't oh. know about it. I mean, well, so. I mean, imagine if they had taken that out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. I heard <laughs> to- Remember how they, we said uh, that they toned down Schumann? Oh, uh, Joe Zaza had said yeah. that in yeah. that episode. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I he totally was forgot like, about that. Yeah. He was up there. Could you imagine if they would have taken away the tiger knee from uh, off cable? Off cable. You. I mean, you'd you probably be still able be able to, to chain do two, two, maybe three, if you did the normal jump version. I don't know, man. That's it's rough. Yeah. That's, maybe uh, if you're. You know, if you're really close Lona? down, maybe Scimitar. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you I still have that, that. You have that one? You still have and that. you can do a third one after oh, by man. jumping. A little, bit, a little bit of a tighter input uh, there. Yeah. Sentinel would be pretty easy since he's a character that... You know, yeah. But he needs that tiger knee, though. I mean, uh, he needs, needs what he has. I, I, Without it, he comes down to top tier. And then uh, Iron Man, Iron Man oh, in my opinion, moves uh, yeah. up to God tier. Oh, I, I agree. Right? I, I possible agree. possible yeah. meta changes. And we, we will talk about that, what what Jay thinks about how Iron Man has yeah. kind of come into his own, even more so in the rec- in recent time. And oh, see man. What Iron he thinks man. about the, you know, the, the four gods, oh, I guess. God. So, <laughs> so we know why you like Magneto. We know why you like Cable. And then we had already talked about Sentinel, right? Right. Sentinel complements pretty much any team. Right. With his his health bar, his drones assist, his rocket punch assist, which oh, is yes. what which is what you're known for. Yes, and you put all of that together, and you have a dangerous combination. And I, I put that team together without knowing it being a top tier team. I with a, I didn't know that people played. Wow. It. I never saw anyone play it. That's shocking. I you know I picked Magneto because I was like, well, that's speed, yes. infinite. And cable to me was power, you know, air hyper viper beam, and Sentinel was your defense. Yeah. So you kind of composed this as like a yeah. well balanced mm-hmm. kind of team. So I felt like it was a balanced team, and I liked it from the get go, and I put it. So together. you weren't you weren't familiar with uh, Rotron, the I'm player at all? No. That's what I wanted to know. Right. Wow. So no. so for our listeners, there, there's a very OG player named Rotron, and he's. What what many would consider to be the originator yes. of, of the creator of that he team, is. and he made it viable, and that's where you kind of got your moniker from. Which is, uh, I don't think that you called yourself that. I think people gave you that name, right? Yes. Re- Regency Rotron. Yes. Regency being the affiliation to uh, to RFC Regency Fund Center Arcade, and then the Rotron, obviously in the the style of Rotron the player, 
you were just from Regency and you used that team. And then later on, I feel like people dropped it, right? People dropped it and then you became JTron, your mm -hmm. own identity, your own flavor to the mix. Right. Yes. And that's what you're universally known as today, right? Not a lot of people, not a lot of people know about the whole Regency Rotron part. Um, yes. When did you get to RFC? 2007. 2007? Okay. Walk me through, walk me through uh, how that went. Junior B took me there and he was like, hey, you know, this could be your home. You're close to it. It's not too far from you. And there's a scene here. So when I started going, I would go and sit down and watch. I didn't play. That's cool. Um, sort of like a, just observing from the sidelines. Yes. Yes. I would go and I would watch uh, Rob play. Uh, Wes was there, Dorian, Black Juan. And just observe the game the way these guys were playing because I couldn't play like that at the time. Damn. So I felt like it wasn't, you know, the, there was no point for me to drop a quarter down in there and play. I wasn't going to do anything. So I wanted to see them play and learn off of them. When, when did you start playing, though? Because obviously you couldn't stay on the sidelines forever. No. Uh, I want to say I maybe like two months after I went a few times and would just watch because 07 was when I when I got there and you were already like you had already picked up picked up quick on how to you know make right decisions and, and kill uh, characters and stuff like that well I want to say I did learn the game pretty quick mm -hmm. but I never had the combos down mm. um, I was good at mashing so that's why I was able to get out of hypergrab tempest but Execution-wise, I wasn't very good because when I started going there, I, I lost a lot. There was a lot of losing involved to well, everyone. Dude, with anyone's journey. You had, I mean, RFC back then with just the people that you named, dude, that's a heavy talent pool. Yeah. I mean, back then, the the clicks, the regulars, dude, you had some strong people in there. Even with F the people that you mentioned at FA, Sue Mighty, Finesse, just those two guys alone were, were beasts. At RFC, yeah. uh, Wes and Dorian are probably the top two at the oh, time, yeah. right? Absolutely. These guys knew what they were yeah. doing. They knew how to finish you off quick. Oh, yeah. And two completely different styles of playing. A Dorian being more offensive, and then Wes obviously playing playing the defense part, oh, yeah. right? Fundamentally. So, dude, you had you had the best of both worlds there oh, yeah. to, to learn from. Oh, yeah. Um, so what kind of brings about Jay's, like, your, your practice and, like, getting the execution that you said that you, you've you thought you lacked at the time? Like well, I, I started learning the game there and I would watch people play and their hands. <laughs> nice. Um, Ricky was one of the players along with John. I saw how they would ROM and yeah. they were sliding. Oh, okay. So for the viewers that don't know that there, uh, there's two different techniques in doing ROM. One of them is a slide technique where you take your fingers and you literally slide from the uh, punch position which is going to give you your dash to the kicks and then you have claw method which i prefer and i think um it's more of just you just hold your hand where your thumb is where the kick is and then your two uh, your index finger and your middle finger is going to be where your dash is so those are the two claw is better yeah in my i opinion. would say so in my um, opinion bro. i i tried learning it and i was getting it down 
but I refused to claw. And I said, no, I want to slide. I just think it looks crazy. Oh, dude. I, <laughs> I just want to slide. So I, I, used didn't care. To, I used to slide too. When I, learned Magneto. I liked it. Yeah. I never did. Bro. It's, it's a sure. If you want to do the Magneto infinite, you have to either do the slide or you have to claw. You cannot manually dash. I mean, maybe you can. I think no. I think Combo Fiend was the only guy who was able to do it that I would see, and I've seen him play, wow. and I would see him manually dash and then hit a short, you know, the low kick right afterwards. Mm-hmm. But you had to choose one of the two, right? Yes. So I started sliding, and I had way too many dropped inputs, yeah. or I would hit Roundhouse on accident. Yeah. And so I had to switch the claw, and then that's what I've been doing ever um, since. Claw is better. I just think, yeah, yeah. as is. As time progresses, I think as you progress as a player and you're getting different variations of ROM, I still think claw is superior. But yeah, sliding might be faster though. You might yeah. get a faster try jump sure. with with the uh, the slide. But I mean, it's ultimately it's what you're uh, what you're comfortable with, right? Yeah. As long as you can um, land it consistently, yeah, that's all that matters. Do you remember uh, any tournaments happening around that time when you when you showed up to RFC? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, well. Before I started entering the tournaments, well, I didn't know anybody there outside of MSP John and uh, Ricky a little bit. Like an inner inner click. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, because everybody had you know small clicks in there, you could say. And so I I started going, uh, showing up a little earlier when there was nobody around, and I started putting my quarters in there and just trying to you know get used to comfortable with the sticks and. And practicing because that's the only way I practiced the game was at Regency. Everything I know that you see on a DC was learned at Regency. You wow. never had the game at home? No. I was wow. going to ask that if you wow. had a Dreamcast. Wow. No. Um, wow. That's crazy. get to that first time on Dreamcast play later. Oh, yeah. You're going to like this one because... Um, can't <laughs> wait, dude. Yeah. My, my mouth is watering yeah. so bad. Uh, my first experience <laughs> on DC wasn't the best. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I started um, learning the game there, uh, mm-hmm. my execution, and I learned everything on my own. I didn't really have anyone, you know... Teach it to you. Yes. I didn't have anyone on the same tell way. me anything. I learned it all on my own i figured it out um if there's anyone i can thank would would be preppy his videos they helped a lot i went through all of them and just studied them studied the game they do this they do this you know you're watching uh combo videos or match footage match footage nice uh i'm not very good at watching (laughs) combo videos (laughs) i'm more about matches um yeah, so I I learned a lot from his YouTube channel. It was um, very helpful helpful to me, and understanding situations, uh, matches, yeah, um, all that. The next question is obviously that well, not obviously, but it's going to be a very pivotal question. Okay, do you remember or can you pinpoint a moment where you realized, okay, I'm ready? I'm ready. I can compete with these guys. I'm I'm at their level or above. And I don't mean like you're better than everybody else. I mean right. Like I can take you're some games. Just hanging I, in there with I can them? take some games yeah, off of these you can guys. Hang now. Yeah. yeah. I want to say 2009. Okay. I was able to start getting wins off of everyone, at least here and there. Um, 
players like Rob and Wes were always a big problem. I, I couldn't beat those guys. Same thing with Dorian. But I started getting a match here and there. Oh, man, such a good feeling. And, and, and I was like, okay, well, you know, it'll come around. Yeah, you yeah. Know, as time goes by, I'm pretty sure I'll get better. That's an incredible feeling. And, yeah, I want to say it was 2009 where I started playing a little better on the game. And I I started entering the tournaments, I want to say around 2008, but I was getting knocked out all the time. You know, Robert being my kryptonite. I'm Regency say. Rob. Yeah, dude, that guy, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Ricky came up to me one time and he was like, you keep losing to Rob. And I'm like, well, damn, I, this looks like a setup. They, I keep bumping into him. <laughs> Rig the brackets. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah, but. Uh, 2009, I started getting better and better, and as time yeah. went by, I got better in the game. Well, 2008, I, I want to say 2008 is when I first started going there, mm-hmm. and I still... I couldn't beat you. Dude, I mean, <laughs> remember, I picked up Sentinel in early 2007, and when I say picked up, I mean... I started picking him in training mode. Yeah, you labbed him for a year, bro. And I labbed him for a year. Oh. Like a full year. Curated Sentinel, bro. Okay, sequence (laughs) one, sequence two, sequence three. Like just doing combos, 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 or resets, resets. And then it wasn't until 2008 when I got to Regency that I started actually using MSS. And I used MSS drones. Yeah. And people were saying like, no, MSS Rocket Punch is better. And I was like, "Uh, well, this kind of feels better to me, right? Um. But I do remember playing you, and yes. like the struggle for me was because I was still trying to piece together what to do in a match to get myself to what I wanted to do combo wise. Like I had the combos down, I just didn't have the opportunity to do them. Right? Okay. That's why, like in a real match, you don't really see a lot of long sequences. It's just a quick burst of. Like like you for instance with with uh, mag rocket punch you you're not gonna do a long combo you're gonna five oh, fears yeah we're going for the damage you're going for the damage oh, yes. because you know if you don't do it your opponent's gonna do it to yes. you and I didn't understand that I, like this is my own learning process okay that's very true because that's why I was losing yes. a lot because instead of launching you in the corner and doing I don't know jab jab rocket punch going for the unblockable sequence I was trying to fast fly and knock you down and the pixel you know the damage isn't adding the up the damage scale is not, know, this, it's this not is as, too high now yeah. so I was losing man I was losing to you I was losing to Dorian to Rob to Wes like my money is just disappearing you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> um, can you point out an initial rivalry that you had at Regency where you where you're like damn I need to fucking this guy has my number like you mentioned Rob right but did yeah. you ever Feel the need to, I don't know, call well, him out. I, no, I, I I don't because I, I felt like I lost to everyone when I started off. And when I got better, well, I was able to get wins off of everyone. But as far as a rivalry, I want to say Rob was the one that beat me the, the most. I mean, so you, ca- you kind of had your moments where, um, like we talked about the MSP John. Mm-hmm. Um, situation because money's involved and you're putting quarters in and shit like that if your money starts disappearing I, I can only imagine 
the salt levels are going to be higher than usual, right? Right. So somebody might make a comment or they might tell you, hey, man, like, hey, dude, you're a family guy. Well, you shouldn't even be here, bro. <laughs> that was John. <laughs> that was John, yeah. <laughs> and I remember I was there, dude. Yeah. Like, you beat John and he got so salty that he told you, like, hey, man, I just, don't you have a kid on the way? You should be home, bro. Well, the thing is that, you know, some players, when they're – they're beating you and all of a sudden you start coming around and you get better and right. you take them out. Well, they're not happy with that. Dude, and I'm in the back. I'm just eating my wings, you know, from next yeah. door. I'm just like, God <laughs> damn. Yeah, I, I remember that. And I was like, well, I mean, sooner or later I am going to get better if I keep insisting. Exactly. Persistence and so. determination. Nobody likes a change in the rankings, right? That's right. Especially when you're the one that's being knocked down a peg or two. Yes. That's it's yeah it's it's a pretty it's a pretty bad feeling. Oh, how the tables turn, mm. dude! But for us, like us, that we were still kind of in the same boat of learning the game and learning what decisions to make, and you can see the results happening. Like you said, you didn't have the game at home. You're no. you're investing in yourself by showing up early, practicing whatever you have to do, and now you're seeing the results. And the people that used to beat you are now in the rearview mirror. You know what I mean? Right. That's that's always been a good feeling, yes. um, not just in the arcade, but also in tournaments, money matches. Oh, dude, it's and once you start earning those W's, it drives you for more. You want more. That's yeah. why they call it crack, bro. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's why this game is fucking crack. Yes, the uh, flame just starts igniting, bro, and you just want to take more bodies. <laughs> this is how it is. Here's my next question: What was it like? leveling up at regency and then going to other arcades james games family fun now let, let's revisit those old spots now oh wow how okay. how do you because i obviously it, the we talked about it during the joe zaza episode and it's you want to test yourself within your group of friends yes and then you want to move towards let's say your local arcade and then once you've dominated that spot, you want to move to a different spot. And then you want to go national, yeah, right? Like, like test a, yourself. Like at an Evo or something like that. Right. So you're at, you're at the spot now where you kind of know where you stand with the yeah. arcade, and now you want to move to... And I improved. Let, let me see what's going on at James Games, or let me see what's going on at FFA. How did that go? Well, I, I started going at FFA, and um, there was tournaments there also. I would enter um, a couple wins here and there. I mostly get knocked out. But it's part of the learning process of the game. So I, I did do my traveling. I did FFA, uh, James games a couple of times, not too much. Sticks were incredibly different, though, James games. Okay. Because that was, that was where I kind of got started before I moved to RFC and, and Family Fun. When I went back to James games, I realized that they were, like, the, uh, the springs were super responsive. Like where you, you let it go back to neutral and it would kind of f flick around a little bit. Hmm. So okay. if you're used to a certain, if you're used to RFC sticks and then you go to James games, your oh. movement is going to be all fucked up because mm. you're used to a certain tension. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, well, for, in my experience anyway. And that's another thing. Sticks were always an issue. At uh, Regency? Uh, not Regency, but just outside of that. Like FFA, I hated those controllers. You hated them? Alex Arcade was another place. I did not like those sticks. <laughs> I had to find a way to to play, to get by, you could say. Well, dude, cable 
for instance, you doing his uh, his uppercut into super, that's a whole beast in itself. Like I can't, I struggle with that. For all the reflies that I do and everything that I do, for me to do dragon punch into super is, I, like I always drop it. So I, if you're used to a, a stick like at RFC and then you try to do it like at FFA and it doesn't come out and it costs you the match. Oh yeah, that ground super. Oh, man. And for those that don't know, I mean, when you do a ground super with cable, I mean, you you have an eternity to get punished. <laughs> so it's unsafe. Yeah, you leave your, and if the other person knows what they're doing, yeah. you're fucking you're, done. You're so, done, bro. <laughs> yeah, that cable's done. Yeah, yeah. So that that's another thing that to take into consideration. Um, mm-hmm. uh, okay, so I want to hear about Dreamcast though. So what was your experience like with uh, Dreamcast? Okay, so. Um, my first experience on Dreamcast was with you. What? Yes. <laughs> you and uh, Infrit invited me along with Prodigy. Remember him? Yeah, barely. Um, <laughs> you guys invited me over. Where was this? In the garage. I think it was Infrit's house or Oh, Prodigy. Prodigy's house. I don't remember which yeah. one it was. And I did not know you guys played on Dreamcast. I, I didn't know that. This was maybe 2009? Yeah, I say. 2009. Jesus. It had to have been. And you 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 were uh, filling me in. It's like, hey, it's two out of three. We take turns. There's a chair. Sticks right there. Hop on. So I went in there, and I, I couldn't do it. What? The game felt so different to me. Really? It does feel different, though. Uh, to me, arcade and Dreamcast are very different. There are there For are me. differences. Yeah, I know some people. Yeah. Maybe it's not as much. No, I've always felt yeah. that. To bro. me, it was very very different. I feel like arcade is very smooth. Yeah, and DC is slow, fast. You know, Magneto's on crack on DC. He's fast. Yeah, uh, Sentinel. Sentinel feels different, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. Back then, you had to. I mean, the only the only option that you really had was a MOS stick, right? Yes. We were still in the era of just using a MOS. The H Tech, like the Green Goblin that I use, was still around, but using a stock one. Like this is before Sanwa, and this is before you could order these parts and shit like that. Like these upgraded, mm-hmm. higher quality parts. The H techs weren't being used. Nobody was using that. Right. 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 Um, you had to use a Moz, and that that was the equivalent. That was like bringing the arcade home, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> using the American uh, bat top and and those uh, those buttons, but the same thing applies. What kind of spring is in there? What buttons are in there? And can you use it? You know. Uh, so for you, it didn't work out because no. it wasn't just the stick. It was the game itself. Yeah, there are some differences in there. No, I, I hated it. Yeah. And yeah. after that, I, I didn't play on it again no until way. Evil 2010. Because it was the only way they were playing. That was my first Evil. Yeah, that was the last year that Evil was... I'm sorry, that Marvel 2 was on the Evil main stage and the used PSN, PS3. Mm-hmm. What, oh, did, yeah. what did you use for that tournament? Uh, as far as stick... Oh, I didn't enter the tournament. Oh. There was no reason for me to enter. Oh, that's I right. had no experience on console. So I just went to, to watch. 
I mean, let alone PS3. It's even worse. This is this is something that we talked about. We actually just had a session at uh, Thrillers, and Daryl World Matthew. We were talking about this on stream, and Daryl was making the argument that we could easily switch over to uh, Xbox 360 or PS3 for our tournaments. That the system is more reliable, and playing offline, there's no there's no slowdown. The ar- the counter argument is that may be true. There are still some differences in the engine, just oh, like sure. there is from arcade to DC. There still are some differences, and on top of that, how, you're going to have to convince our community to get a stick or or get an adapter that's that can accommodate that change. That's right. And some of these guys aren't going to want to do it. I mean, are you going to want to go online? I mean, it's gonna, it's going to take a lot of you know, whoever's trying to advocate for this, like Daryl would have to go in there and say, hey, this is the link. This is where you buy this. This is where you buy that. And you're going to have to order the parts and maybe you might have to assemble a few things. And now we don't, I mean, a lot of us may not want to do that. I, f- I feel like that would be the, the challenge. I don't know oh, how you guys sure. feel about that. No, for sure. There's there's a commitment there that needs to be done in order for this change to happen. And, and I'm not saying buy, an, not just buy a new stick, but buy something that, can respond well because not all PCBs or motherboards are created equal. Some of them, I'm sure you've played on a stick that has input delay. You hit a, you hit hit a punch or you hit a kick and the, the input comes out a split second later. And that response can make the difference between you winning or losing. That's right. Especially in in a, in a high level setting. That's right. That's another thing to take into consideration. So now, I mean, you, I mean, Ricky, for example, showed up yesterday to the, the session and he didn't have a stick. So if we switch over to like PS3 or Xbox, I mean, I mean some of these guys don't have sticks anyway. It's it's like uh, another hurdle to to jump over. You know what I mean? Right. But I can, I can see how that would have been frustrating, dude. You're used to arcade timing, and then you switch over to DC, and yeah. you just get your shit blown it, up. It, it was hard for me. the The switch was hard for me. But I also thought about it, and I said, "This is where they play now." And most importantly, I felt that if I learned how to play on DC, I'd have my own equipment. And that's important. To have your own stick instead of playing in random arcade sticks. You have your the, own equipment. The uh, era of DC sessions, mm, if we're talking 2009, I mean, these... We're already way into the Evo era, right? It's almost like the Twilight era. Era. It was already on its way out. The MOS sticks were becoming obsolete. Now people were dual modding sticks, and the the Japanese style sticks were were, were coming, coming into play. And I know that you switched over to to Japanese at one point, right? Yes, I did. I fought back so much on that on on switching over to Japanese until I started playing online, and I thought, oh man, this is. This is great. Like, <laughs> I never, I never, I would only use American at tournaments. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like playing on Japanese, and then I'd switch over to American. I, I still did okay, right? I still won or whatever. But that was a pain in the ass, dude, to to carry that moss stick around, especially in Vegas. You know, <laughs> you're walking from fucking point A to point B. The convention center is like all the way on the other side, and you're just carrying your lugging shit. around with this thing. What a bitch. 
Um, when did you get used to uh, DC then? It was right after that evil. I started playing and playing, uh, going to people's houses, uh, playing on random sticks, but at least I was getting more comfortable with the engine, uh, just playing it in general. You went You went to Evo 2009, right? No. No, you didn't. 2010 was my first Evo. 2010? Um, 2009, I heard about Evo. I didn't know Evo was a thing. Uh, I know the guys went in 2008. I believe that's when Wes got top five. I believe so, I yeah. believe so. I, yeah. I could be wrong, but I believe so. And they went and they talked about Evo, and I was like, well, I don't know what that is. Yeah, for us, it was like a whole yeah, different world. I, I didn't know what that world. was. So um, I know they talked about it, and they said it was in Vegas, and I thought they played on arcade. <laughs> That's how much I didn't know about yeah. Evo. And um, but yeah, after um, 2010, I, I started grinding it on DC because it seemed like that was the direction the game was taking, and arcades was no longer a thing. Yeah, it's becoming obsolete. Mm-hmm. Quick note on Evo: uh, for me, it always boggled my mind how people were especially like in our age at that time were able to afford to go and i was under the assumption that everybody flew there everybody had their own room i didn't realize that people were like cramming into rooms like fucking sardines you know (laughs) like you had a one bed a one bed bedroom at circus circus and it's like six guys in there oh man (laughs) with fucking bo But hey, dude, we just, you do what you gotta do, right? To go, <laughs> go to Evo. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Um, that is one thing that always kind of bothered me was uh, having you know somebody asked to to use your stick. Oh yeah, that bugged the shit out of me. Uh, it happened a couple of times that I would let somebody borrow it, and then a they button would, f- would go out afterwards. Yeah. Mm. And now my match shit. is on hold. Like, hey, hold on, dude, I gotta go get a new button or get this shit. And this Switch is it. and this is before quick disconnects. So my shit soldered on. So I'd have to take it to the table and be like, hey, man, can you just solder it on real quick? You know what I mean? It's It was just a different time. Yeah. Uh, but that's ancient history, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 2011, Alex's Arcade jumps onto the scene. Oh, yeah, man. All right. Walk me through your experience with these guys because now this is a whole different different beast now yes. we have now we have a we, we had gone from the james games crew which had kind of dissipated you know like my chaos wasn't as active ruben kind of stepped away from the game um ffa guys had kind of moved on to marvel 3 right i um i was there on the last day of ffa yeah me too and there was a tournament yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember because I I, uh, I won that tournament. Yeah. And there was also a, a two-on-two. Do you remember that? A two-on-two Enlighten us, Jay. Tournament. Enlighten us, Jay. Yeah. I, because didn't didn't I win that tournament? But I but uh, I, I entered. You won the singles. No, because I I entered myself oh, twice. Oh, you went double. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how and that you happened. Beat David Lee and Dark Prince. I beat David Lee and Dark Prince, and I beat Mega Man DS and Fnatic. And I remember I beat Fnatic so bad that I said something along the lines of, "Oh my God, this is so free!" <laughs> and I said it out loud, and then he kind of just popped off, like in the back, like, "Man, are you sponsored? Are you sponsored?" 
Man, you need to get a life, bro. Was that 2011? 2012 was, 2012. was the last. Yeah, that was the last. Uh, that was the year that FFA closed Me down. And Ivan got third in that one. Yeah. But, I mean, Fnatic in himself was always, he was always the, the FFA grimy dirtbag of, of that scene. Yeah, he was. Um, when when I was learning the game, and this is grimy from him, from his end. So he saw my game, and he knew I wasn't good. So he went up to me and asked me if I wanted to money match him. So what he would do is he would let me win a couple of games. And I was like, well, I can squeeze a few games off of him. Yeah, sure, let's go. And he would say first to three for five. So I would win two, and I would get scraped for three. And I played a few of them, and my kid's mom was in the back. And she comes up to me, and she's like, haven't you noticed you're winning two, but you're getting destroyed the other three? I was like, this guy's hustling me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut up. I was like, <laughs> he is. And I, I mean, I couldn't ROM very well at the time. I mean, I had trouble just doing a hypergrab Tempest. And this guy just knew the game. He, he knew how to do a lot of things that I couldn't. And he got me. Yeah, I mean, they say don't knock the hustler, right? Yeah. Don't knock the hustler. But the opinion is still there, and that's that. Uh, like, for me, Lauren will always be a shitbag in my book. Like, always. It's yours and many others. May, many others. So, I mean, I, I speak for myself, and this, right. is, this is my opinion, and, right. and I speak it freely. But um, he was... There were a couple of moments, uh, a couple of hype moments that involved him, but for the most part, I feel he was very detrimental to the community, more deconstructive than than constructive. Mm. But that's that's as much as I'd I'd like to go go in about that dirtbag. And yeah, I, that OBD I don't respect. One button dash. No, that's I don't, right. No, that's I that's don't. a whole nother yeah. can of worms in itself, <laughs> because no. you didn't have a lot of uh, pad players back then. No. Right. Yeah. Um, the going back to Alex's arcade, okay, mm-hmm. they had a clique of guys, um, some who were still kind of learning. Uh, we did have a couple of standouts from there, and you oh, had yeah. you had Gustavo, Gustavo, who was almost like the equivalent of of execution, like like for when it came to Sentinel, like he had the execution, yeah. but he lacked certain fundamentals. He had the speed, he had the moves. But he couldn't apply it in in a, in a high level setting, right? That guy was very good. Yeah, he still is. Um, yeah, the the things he he does on the game, Magneto and Sentinel. He's very good. I always respected him. I just wish that talent would have translated to tournament, right? Or, or or when it mattered the most, you know, the moment. For sure. It just he just couldn't yeah and he's one of those players that i'm always like damn it's you know? like um like magnetro's done very well in recent in recent years he just won uh nec I, I, no was it nec or was it uh frosty fostings he beat justin wong in the finals wow he swept them this was a couple months ago or last month it was in it was uh, recently december december 
It was in December, bro. Yeah, he swept them. So Magnitro's always been really good. It's just he focused more on the spectrum of what the engine can do and exploiting it and see, you know, what kind of combos are I possible. I want to say that's what Gustavo is. And that's well. what Gustavo's doing right now. And he's he gives he actually still hits me up to this day. You know, he'll send me a clip or send me an idea and like you know, see if he can do anything with this and we'll we'll kind of dissect it and talk about it and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. The, for for some people, it's more about what you can do. But I do want to say something. You're missing out on the competitive uh, aspect. Yes. Hell yeah, dude. The feeling you get when you win a tournament or when you beat these great players, it, it's like no other. On the other side of that coin, you have somebody like Andy Doom. Mm-hmm. Okay, now Andy Doom is a guy who doesn't have the flashy combos, but he has the fundamentals. That's right. Whether yeah. you like him or you don't like I him, I agree. Whether you like him, he's or not. got the moves to and, take yeah. you out. And from okay. what I've always seen, even like for Andy, like when he plays, like he's he he has a killer's mentality. He'll he's there to just kill you. He doesn't care like he has to be flashy or anything. Andy, when he's on, he's dude. He's he's and he's, he's confident. That's that's one of the biggest assets. That and he's I, down too. Yes. That's one of the biggest assets that I think Andy has is confidence. You don't see that in many players in terms of like, you'll see people kind of get nervous, the nerves of like the whole tournament and like bigger matches. But Andy does have that. Like he's just, he's very confident about himself. Win or lose, he's still like, it's very hard to like rock him. Do you know where that confidence comes from? Where? It's repetition, reps. It's thousands and thousands of matches along with with uh, the people that he surrounds himself with or surrounded himself with at the time, which was uh, Dewey, That's right. Andy MSP, Gustavo, Gala, uh, Oscar. Oscar, and it's playing against these guys, and he's being put in situations yeah. where he has to make split-second decisions. Right. Just like we all do, right? But it's because of these reps that he's able to make split second decisions more easily and with less pressure. Sometimes you have, you get the pressure of, I don't know, landing an unblockable. And for him, he's done it so many times that it's, and he's good. That is second nature to him. Like in training mode, I don't practice unblockables. Well, yeah, that's why I, I suck at them. Like if I, if I do fierce roundhouse on the way down and wait for you to, to get up and I do the crouching laser, I don't practice that. He's hit so many of them that he can land them on Sentinel. Wow. You know what I mean? Like that's that is something that you have to respect. Yes. You know, and, and what Andy Doom did was he came over to Regency and he was more he's he like Dewey never put himself out there. Andy MSP never really put himself out there. They were more kind of reserved. They wanted to play and test themselves, but Andy Doom was the guy that would call you out and talk some shit. Oh and, yeah. And hey man, let's let's play for twenty bucks. Fuck oh, he, yeah! It was always like that. I have countless money matches with that guy. Too many, I would say. Yeah. So how did those go? Um, you know, I won most of them. Uh, he got me as well. I'm not gonna sit here and say I didn't lose to these guys. I lost to everybody in that arcade too. Shout outs to all of them, all those Alex arcade heads because yeah. they're good players too. I learned a lot from them also. One one thing to commend them on also is um, they have they have they like to talk a lot of shit right amongst oh, yeah. amongst themselves yeah, yeah. but there is a, a feeling of camaraderie and unity sure. between those guys for oh, yeah. sure and that's something that you you like to see I mean re- every arcade kind of had that like Regency had it FFA had their guys whatever 
uh, James games as well. So it's always cool to see that feeling of uh, you know like, like a bond. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And those guys play against each other. Yeah, constantly. That's crazy. I <laughs> I couldn't do that with my Regency boys. You know, we didn't play money matches like that. They go hard. <laughs> that is and true. And they side bet and they get mad at each other. And they... It's a love-hate relationship. Yes. Huh? <laughs> yes. I seen... That is true, uh, man. Rudy and Andy Doom talk shit to each other. <laughs> and I'm just like... But these guys took the gambling to a whole nother level. They really oh, did. Yeah. Stipulations, and uh, giving games. Their setup is like, are you playing for money? Oh, you can't play here. <laughs> that is true, yeah. Absolutely. They, did, they yes. did start the uh, the money match station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If but it's not I for mean, money kick rocks. Dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I lost, I lost to a lot of those guys. Even Akuma, the first time I played him, I couldn't beat him. Yeah, Akuma had, <laughs> he Akuma had a very Dexterous interesting style. Too. I remember that. Yeah, remember Ricky that, was yeah. pissed. I remember that day because he beat Ricky on Alex's arcade sticks, and then I hopped on and I beat Akuma, and Ricky said something like, "Oh, this is so free." Oh, this is so free. <laughs> and then Akuma turned around and he said, Oh, you mean like you, right? Oh. And everybody was just ah! <laughs> going wild, you know? Mm-hmm. Throwing tokens up in the air and shit. <laughs> but uh, That's funny. that was a whole nother vibe in itself. Like it's yeah. it's Yeah, they're different, bro. Every arcade, bro, every arcade had its own kind of uh, atmosphere. Yes. And that would that's the atmosphere with the AA guys is this is how we keep things interesting. Even though we're not doing high level shit or whatever it is, this is how we kind of keep. We make these games mean something. Yeah. Um. Like uh, the like the Regency guys, not to cut you off. The, the Regency guys never played for money, like you said. Not within each other. Not within no, each other. Not really. But the matches always meant something. Like if you that that's why you had five or six quarters up at a time. Yes. Because that streak, like the longer the streak that you had, the more it meant, oh, shit, man, this guy, he's kind of onto something here. You know, yes. like I, I got a couple of sodas in my heyday, right? At Regency, if you got 20 wins, you'd um, get. I did, too. I got a couple of them, but it was <laughs> thanks to Blade. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> there was a guy, for our listeners, there was a guy who used to show up to Regency, and he had the Wesley Snipes uh Blade haircut, so we'd call him Blade. Yes, but he also had glasses, so we'd call him uh, Steve Urkel. And a lunch bag full of quarters. Oh, yeah, with a sandwich bag. And he was kind of an older guy too. Yes. Huh? Like he was already in his forties yes. or whatever. His wife would sometimes go pick him up. <laughs> Every yeah. arcade had one, dude. And he wouldn't give up. And when he would get a character off of you, he gave you a pose. He did. Oh, my God. He did. He would, like, give you a double bicep shot or, like, a a dab or some shit like that. (laughs) When he would connect the Weapon X with the Wolverine, he gave you the X. Oh, he gave you the X, right? I'd be like, like, what are you doing, dude? I'd just stomp him him out with something right right after. Get out of here. (laughs) Go get it. There are players like that, man. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but but just because so this is 2011 so this is right after uh, Evo had already closed its doors on Marvel 2 right oh so yeah. just because they closed their doors we figured out a way to kind of keep things going the side thing I mean we can see we would still things are starting to die down right like the day to go would be Wednesdays or Fridays and things kind of started to die down like we weren't really going to Regency as often 
Um, a lot of people were moving on to Marvel 3 or Street Fighter 4. Uh, DC Sessions. DC Sessions. If you weren't cool enough, you weren't invited. That's true. You know? Yes. It, so the, the click thing the was was still happening unfortunately but yes. we we had to deal with it you never made the the jump to play online no what happened with that i just i have a hard time playing at home uh i'm not the training mode player i've i've always felt for me it was matches that would improve my game i agree with that and yeah i i couldn't play at home and the online i kept hearing it wasn't the same so I felt, well, why bother with it if it's not the same? It's not a DC. Right. And I enjoy more DC sessions because you have, you know, your your friends and... And the interactions. Yeah, the interactions. You have with the you player. Know, you have your opponent next to you yep. at home, and it, it just didn't feel the same for me. Uh, I did try it uh, at Ray's house, Spartan. Yeah. Uh, he had Xbox Live. And, and and it was it was cool, but it, it just it wasn't for me. I just couldn't do the the online game. I couldn't. It goes without saying that there's this game requires a lot of dedication, a lot of investing, bro. Um, yeah, sure. I, I do want to say I worked very hard on this game, uh, a lot. It's countless it's hours. Lot, yes, bro. it's a lot um, of time and it's a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. A lot of money, and for us that we came from the arcade era, yeah. dude, we're talking. I used to think about it every so often. Like, how much money have I spent on oh, this man. fucking game, dude? I mean, on average, I'd spend like 10 bucks, 10 bucks just in, in Marvel. Like, I could have bought the game. I could have bought my own setup and just played at home. But I chose to go to the arcade and just waste yeah. my money there. <laughs> yeah, I spend a lot of money at Regency, man. Did you ever uh, find yourself... Where in, in a position where you felt like the game was starting to affect your personal life, because it happened to me. Yes, it did. It 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 did affect me because the game requires time, and me having a family at the time. Yes, there was problems to the point where, you know, I had to separate. <laughs> <laughs> it came to that. You know, there was there was other problems too. It wasn't just that, but. Um. Yeah, it, it, it is. You know, Marvel 2 requires a lot of your time, dedication, your focus. That's right. Uh, yeah. There's something that that's kind of a pet peeve of mine, and it's um, when you have somebody who picks a top-tier team, like we'll say Thrax, right? Like Thrax or, uh, I don't know, Blackheart. Something that's top-tier. Let's say they play online. And you beat them, and they say, oh, I don't take the game seriously. <laughs> if I took the game seriously, it, this things would be different. Is this online? This is online, yeah. Okay. But you see these players online all the time. Grinding it. Grinding it, yeah. It's a it's a big pet peeve of mine. It, it's, it's like a pre-built uh, excuse, yeah. So we know what it is, right? We we took it seriously because we felt like this, there was something to build off of this. And I don't know about you, but I feel like I've built somewhat of a legacy for myself with this game. Oh, yes, you did. Yeah. I, I didn't, like I'll, I'll dabble with Street Fighter 4, right? Or other games for just sure. for fun, recreationally. 
but with Marvel too, I felt like I, I had the opportunity to, you know, etch my, put, put my mark on, on the fighting game community. Now more people know who I am, right? It's not a flex, but it, it, it was a personal journey for myself. Like I, I want, you want to leave this life doing something. I mean, some people don't give a shit, right? But you want right. to leave this life with a legacy. I've always said, I, I pick this up um, and I tell it to people is, they say that you die twice. You you experience death twice. The first, when you die. And the second, when somebody says your name or thinks about you for the last time. And that's why a lot of people like to write their, their memoirs or autobiography because through the letter, you you survive. There's a lot of books that were written back back in the days. I mean, if you look at Shakespearean works, which is another topic in itself, they're still being read today. There's, the plays are still being acted out today, you know? And he's remembered. And he's remembered. So with me, even though this is just a video game, right, to a lot right. of people, it's still my way of making my mark, you know? I feel like you already yeah, left that. Right. Oh, yeah. And why we do this podcast also, Juan, is to give, is to create that same legacy for all of us, dude. All of us that have put in work. We've traveled. We've invested time. We've invested money. We've uh, made challenges. We've won tournaments. You know what I mean? Like, we've all had the spotlight at one point or another. But this is more to kind of, like, give you a chance to tell your story and bring awareness to what you did. Because... We, I mean, I feel like we deserve it, right? At the end of the day. Oh yeah. Like we deserve it. This is this is work, and um, our accomplishments might be brushed under the rug for whatever reason, right? So, but I, I don't know. That, that's my whole. They won't be sure. forgotten through these po- uh, <laughs> through podcasts. the podcast, right? And a lot of people who comment, they the something will trigger, and they'll say, "Oh shit, I remember that day," because and they'll put in their comments and they'll add to add to the story, and I think that's great. Yeah. Because I can't bring everybody on here, right? But That's at right. least the people who are listening will remember, oh, shit, I forgot about that. Oh, did you guys know that also? And they'll add to that. And I think that's that's a great way to reach out, extend our branches out to the community. Exactly. Yes. Um, but that, that's that's my rant on that. Uh, going back to you, um, when I played you originally at RFC, we were still kind of like even like even level or whatever. I started to pull ahead a little bit. And it was during 2011, 2012, where you kind of clo- you closed the gap for sure. Like you had already closed the gap. And for me, I was one of those guys that I didn't want to see a change in the ranks. I was I was used to and the same goes with Ray. Like Ray was Ray started taking me out. I lost a reset, I don't know how many times. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't invincible at all by any means, and I had to make my own changes. But what I'm what I'm uh, leading this up to is uh, Evo twenty, not Evo. Um, I want to know about SoCal Regionals twenty fourteen. Oh, because now you're you're testing yourself against somebody. Yes. Somebody who has also built a resume, and, oh, and, yeah. now, and now it's your turn to really test yourself. And of course, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about Neo. Neo. Yeah. Walk me through how it led up to that moment where you guys sat down and you did a first of ten. Okay, so 
I challenged him in a in a set in a money match. And the deal was that if I placed I was going to place a bet with you and on that set between you and Justin and he was like, "Well, hey, how about I take that bet and on top of that we we run a set." And I was like, "Sure, that sounds like a plan to me." Um what kind of bothered me was the messages through uh, Facebook, you know, him claiming that I wouldn't beat him, that I had no shot against him. Oh, you guys had you guys had an exchange? Yes. Okay. And this was through Facebook uh, Messenger on my old uh, account. And he claimed I had no chance against him and that he was playing with uh, Justin Wong and Bill Wellman, I believe it was. So they were practicing... They were practicing for me. Yes. It was the year that I played Wong and Bill Wellman came out of the shadows to practice with Justin. I didn't know about this until the day of. Yes. So Justin had, I knew. Justin had done his homework. Yes. And he told me I had no shot. And I'm like, okay. Well, there's only one way to find, to out. find out. And oh that's my God, I by got chills, dude. <laughs> and that's by plane. So we agreed to that. I made the side bet on you with him. And after the set, well, he looked like he was a little concerned about it. Because he knew that I was getting better on the game, too. And I was kind of hunting him down. <laughs> so original. Hey, I'm like, are you ready to play? Are you ready to play? And he was like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was busy, I guess, doing other things at the tournament, too. So uh, we ended up playing, and this was in a room, I believe. I don't recall whose room it was. Oh, man, you know. But I know you were there. I was there. I Chris, don't know how I was there for the whole thing. Chris Schmidt was there. Yeah. Uh, Daryl was there. World. Yeah. World was there. His brother was there, too. Um, the Regency guys, the crew that came with me, and we, we played the set. Before we go into the results, was there anything that you feel could have affected Neo negatively in terms of equipment? Well, he switched sticks. I believe it was he played on three different controllers. For that set? Yeah. Oh, shit. Why would he do that? Um, he was having trouble with the controllers. He wasn't able to execute yeah neil had a stick that he called the bruce lee stick yeah. and i was under the impression that that was his yes but then he stopped i don't know if he sold it or he got rid of it but i believe justin played on that one didn't he i don't know i don't know um, i think he but did actually this is why this is justin why it's so that. important to have your equipment and make sure that it's working good yeah. what was the score the score was 10 to 1 what? It was uh, first to 10 for 200. 10 to 1? Yes. Wow. What was the first thing that he said after the set? Uh, he did say good games, but he wanted a run back right there and then. And I, I wanted I, to run it back with him, and Ivan convinced me. He said, no, no, take this W home. Let him hold that. I remember that. And Ivan was like, why why should you play him again? The score was 10 to 1. 
But in my mind, I was like, well, if I can win that second set, I get my money back that I've lost. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> you dude. Know, but uh, Ivan did uh, convince me, and he wanted to leave. He was like, no, 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 let's go. No, he wanted to leave. And so I told him that we can run it back another time. Uh, we never ran another first to 10, but we did play uh, – after that multiple first of oh, casuals man, to seven. Dude, now the, that was that was a rivalry that wasn't that never had any spotlight between you and Neo. Yeah, I, I would say so. It never it was never made, you know, to to uh, a level of high public awareness. Um Neo's counter to that was that he had already played you and beaten you in smaller sets. He did. And that they and that the matches themselves had added up that you know he had more w's than that set alone i mean that was kind of like he... well y- y- sure. you have to remember i played him at ffa and i would lose to him because he was just a better player i, yeah. I wasn't very good at the time right and i couldn't keep up with him so yeah. i mean you know i was taking l's left and right and little small money matches too that i would play him because i was always down for them because i felt like that was a way for me to learn you know, in order to get those jitters out the way, I felt like a money match was good for me. So I've, I've lost a lot to him, too, in the FFA days, and maybe that's what he means by that. Yeah. Did you guys ever run it back, another first attempt? Not a first attempt, <sighs> no. And I actually wanted a 15, but he was that was not a thing for him. And I wanted the 15 because I saw what this guy did to all my boys at RFC. So it was like a way to get retribution. That's true. I mean, yes, yes. I mean, mean, in a way, you kind of did without the without the high profile setting, right? right, Because you had to remember, it's not a high stake. It wasn't a high stake or anything. It was just a little money involved. But you know, to me, it 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 counted either. Right. You know, I wanted the. But I mean, that scores. That scores as a lot. Yeah, but I witnessed this man come to Regency and the way he beat Dorian. He beat Black Juan. He beat Wes. He beat Wes. He beat Dara. Okay, we're not even going <laughs> to... Oh, that That doesn't count. He beat him twice. Um, that... Look, man... Uh, this guy's name was Confusion. Oh, my God, Dara. <laughs> Dara believed that he could beat Neil, and we all told him, no, you can't. What are you thinking? You can't beat Neil. No way. You have no chance. No, I could beat him. I could beat him. We went to FFA, and he just mop the floor <laughs> with him me and uh jose remember yeah. little combo film? what happened to that guy uh, he went a, a little mia he has a family now uh i believe he's doing really good yeah he has his kid and all little that combo so. theme? oh yeah he has his little child and so he's, he's i remember good. playing him too dude he was godlike at third strike oh, oh yes. was he Yes. Oh man, that was his. That was his I bread didn't know and butter. He played. Okay. Oh yeah. That was his bread and butter, dude. That okay. Guy wait a was minute. A monster. Yeah. Because I would always see him on the other on the the cabinet next to Marvel. Oh, II for sure. Third strike. Yeah, yeah. And he was decimating guys left and right, dude. And then he tried to come over to Marvel too, and he picked Combo Fiend. Mm-hmm. He had some moves, but he just you know he was it was too late. Too and, late for him. Yeah, and, and and he didn't he didn't put the effort in there. He would just enjoy the game more than anything. And me and him, we were begging Neil to give Dara a game. The score was so bad. I, I believe it was like 9 or 10-0. And we were making fun of Dara. And Neil was laughing. It was. It didn't even feel like a 
truth said. That yeah. that shouldn't well, even count. Darrow was picking who? Matrix. Wow, I don't even remember him picking that team. I yeah, remember that him was picking, his main team. I remember him picking MS Psych. Oh, he had that one too. Yeah, MS Psych. He was more of a Matrix player. Oh, I see. And and Dara had moves though. He wasn't like a terrible player. He just didn't have the experience to play in a situation. Like you need that. both, bro. You need moves and you need to generate the opportunity to land those moves. That's right. You have to have both in high level. Correct. And, and and another thing, there's a big difference between a casual match and a tournament or money match or exhibition. They're two different things oh, for in sure. my opinion. Oh, for sure. They are not the same. Yeah, different beast. Yes. Um so I saw this man beat all my boys like that and I I wanted a set with him, you know, even if it wasn't a first to 15, a first to 10 is more than enough, right? I mean, it is 10 games, right? Yeah. Is it too late to see another set? <laughs> um, if Neil were to storm in right saying. now yeah. and, and he say, hey, ask. Evo, July, me and you, first to 15. I'll see you there. We'll say for the original amount, 200 bucks. Nothing crazy. Yeah, you have until July. He says, "Would you do it?" Yes. Yeah, he's one of those players that can make me come back. So yes, it's never too late. Yeah, you hear that, Neil? And it's always traditional for me and him to run a set every time we see each other. Oh, for sure, on site. First to five, first to seven. It's on site, and 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 there's money involved. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like Sanford and I. Every time I see Sanford, it's like, oh yeah, we got it. We got to run this. Yeah, Yeah. he's that one player that every time I see him, yeah, Yeah. we we got to play. We've been focusing mainly on. our region, right? West Coast. What was your experience like playing the East Coast? And who who did you oh, play with a, at first? That's a good one. Um, oh, that's that's one thing I hate. I I didn't get the opportunity to play those guys very much. Um, they didn't come around much either to like the evils. It, it was For only, sure. Uh, I believe the first time they came around was maybe what two thousand four. Two thousand fourteen. You had. Uh, you mean when Josh came down? You had Josh 360, Sanford, I think G-Con entered. Um, I, don't think, I don't think Desmond was there. Desmond was there the following year. Uh, that might have been it. Blue Jay was there, rest in peace. Um, I don't know. You guys in the comments, you guys can, can fill me in on that. I might be wrong. But you didn't get to play anybody that year, 2014? Um I know I played Sanford in a first of five or first of seven. Remember where those two uh, bald eagles were commentating? We had two commentators <laughs> for Evo that year that were just two random. To me, it felt like, like there were two random randoms, dudes, right? Randoms. Two random dudes that just hopped on the mic. <laughs> I mean, the microphone was kind of open. I mean, Daryl and Telly were commenting at one point. So uh, it was, I guess, these guys felt the opportunity to just jump on there and, and commentate. But this is this was 2015. Was that too? 2015? 2015. That uh, was my first time playing Sanford. Playing Sanford? Yes. Mm-hmm. What about Reloaded 2014? Reloaded? Oh, that's... Because that's, that's like the pinnacle. That's like oh, the pinnacle. Yeah. No, well, not necessarily, but um, it that... was it was a main stage feel on, on, yes. your, on your profile. Yes, it was the first time I ever entered a, a main stage a tournament. I yeah. think it's the only one I want to say that was out there. I mean, or, yeah. or do you recall? To me, Reloaded, the first one was like 
the only main stage tournament that I felt was that felt like an evil. Yeah, absolutely. It felt like a tournament. It was, it was a big fight for you. And I remember I played you before that tournament, and I told you, I was like, Ken, if there's any tournament, this one, brother, this one. I had you winning this tournament. Yeah. I had you in first I... place. I had you first. I had Justin second. I had Duck third, which he couldn't. He didn't even answer. No, he yeah. just he got knocked out. Duck got knocked out? Yeah. By who? I, I think it was Pasadena. What? Why don't I remember this? Pasadena knocked it. Pasadena. I, I think so. I, I yeah. Pasadena I sent right. me to losers. Pasadena sent me. No, 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 no. Sanford sent me to losers. Okay. And then Pasadena knocked me out. Yeah. And then you ended up getting uh, fourth. Fourth. Yes. Fourth. fourth place. Yeah. That was the tournament. I I grind a lot. I played a lot. I took a week off work. Bro. That threw in a week of vacation for this tournament because I it felt like the only opportunity for me to play in 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 an event like that. That's dedication. (laughs) And and I was playing with Duck a lot. Me and Duck were playing a lot. I got a chance to play with you. Yeah. Uh, I went to every session, and that's all I did that week is eat, sleep, and play. And play Marvel. Yes. Yeah. Bills can wait. Family can wait. And yeah, (laughs) all that stuff was on hold. At this time, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, don't call me, I, because don't. I felt like the opportunities, you know, me. for me, I felt like there just wasn't a, a whole lot of opportunities to showcase. There just wasn't much out there. It's true, man. You know, it really is. Yeah. I know the evil side tournaments are cool, all that stuff, but there wasn't just much, and that's that's one thing that I'm like. Mm. But bro, the having a tournament like that and you getting fourth, yeah. I mean, the only people above you were was was Pasadena. Justin and Sanford. Justin and Sanford. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that tournament in itself was uh, fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and that's and something. I went, through, I, I went through hell. You went. You went through <laughs> went some through killers. Hell. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The, and that nobody can take that away from you. And and that's to be top five and be amongst players of that caliber. You know, mm-hmm. who have also in their own right contributed so much to the community. I mean, dude, how, how much better can that get? Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, a, a night before that tournament, I was in, in bed and I was like, "I just want top eight. Just give me eighth place, and I'm the happiest man in the world." That that's all. I just, I, just give me eighth place, and I'm happy. Dude, I, got, I, I got, got a little more than what I bargained for. <laughs> I got fifth, and I felt like it was last place, dude. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, damn it! Still good. And these guys had a field. The East Coast guys had a field day with that dude. That they yeah. came out to the West Coast, and the, the top two were two East Coast guys. Oh man, that's. Yeah. Uh, Oh man, that was that was a knife to the heart, dude. 2015, we had the whole bald eagle incident. Whatever we had, <laughs> we had, we had the two on two. It was me and Ray okay. versus uh, G-Con and Desmond, right? And we oh, lost yeah. that one, obviously. Yeah, I remember that. Did you do anything that year? Did you play any of these guys? That evening? no, I no, didn't. Right? Um, I did talk to Duck, and I said, "Hey, how about we? How about me and you versus them too?" And we, you know, we did ask them, and uh, G-Con was down. He was playing good, though. And Desmond, you know, he saw Duck, and he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to do it because of Duck, yeah. but I wanted that two-on-two because two, I, I was heated, too. I didn't like the way you guys went down. Dude, we asked for a run back. I think I talked about this the That's other right. episode. We asked for a run back, and Jason was like, 
Nah, let us enjoy this. No, it's it's fair enough. And I mean, I fair. get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. yeah, we gotta hold that. Yeah, I mean, you is. had your shot, and it just you came up a little short. And that's it. That's yeah, all. yeah. You just have to find another opportunity, another yeah. event to. There was something else going on around this time, um, because we nobody was really going to Regency anymore. It was no, just Regency it was just was sessions. Dead. We did have something in Panorama City called Ultimate Gaming Center. Oh yes. All right. Now this this spot was hot for a little while. UGC. UGC and it was stylized after Ultimate Fighting Championship UFC, right? So you had like the it was like a similar logo, similar yeah. mascot, you know, the, the generic bald fighter guy whatever. And this place had some tournaments. Yes. And they and had a Rambat. They had a Rambat. 6 months. Yeah. And I remember I was winning most of them except one. Yeah. And I think you remember. You remember yeah, that Yeah, I remember that one. All right. So yes. the way that I remember it was, it was me and you in the finals. Yes. And there was a, there was a critical match where I, it, it was Sentinel versus Sentinel, and we were down to like the last pixels. Mm. And I, you, you, were, uh, you were in the air coming down, mm. and I tried to, da- to dash over and cross you up and launch you. And as soon as you landed, I launched, you blocked, and then you did team super. So the so it was the high percent force. <laughs> and there's nothing I could do. Like even if I canceled into flight no. mode or whatever, it's you instant. Were get hit. With team nothing super is I instant. could do and that took you the match. And if only I would have done something, you know, if I didn't do that launch, if I would have done something differently, um, and this is, this just goes to show I still remember even even though the footage has been pulled down. Oh yeah, UGC went through uh, I think a, a copyright copyright infringement because it was so similar to the UFC. I don't know. So they had to take everything. They had down. to take everything it had down. To so all that footage is gone. Unfortunately, oh, man, I had man. a lot of footage in there. It wasn't just that set. It was many yeah. others too. And and that's why a lot of people may not know about it is yeah. that you you have a tournament where where I was in there. And you took it, and that's something that's in that's in in your resume, yes. you know. Um, and I played you in winners. Did I did I lose or did I or no, did I? Send I you won to, that one. You won that one, yeah. so I came back I from got losers. Up and I got hyped up. Too. Oh yeah! Oh, that's right. Yeah, My I, boy I, yeah, popped yeah. off. That's right. Yeah. I've and I remember because I, I, I believe Daryl was commentating. Was he? I I believe so. Uh, I, I think he was right. <sighs> I think he did. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. And he was like, J-Tron with the pop-off. And I'm like, you know, and I, I, I was God hyped up. I was right, happy. man. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy. I went through some killers on, yeah. on that one. Dude, West Coast West Coast has always been stacked. Even after the post-Evo era, you had For a lot sure. of guys who were coming up and, and trying to make their mark too. Surbot was always a threat. Oh, man. You know, Abs, this is when Abs was still more okay, active. Okay, yeah, I was going to mention him yeah. because in those six months, uh, I'm not sure if you remember, but Grand Finals was either me or Abs against you. Yeah. Abs was yeah. on a mission, bro, to take yeah, me right. out. That's, I think we talked about it before. Yeah, right? I, 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 I like It was his sole mission to just take me out and he got close a couple of times. The closest being at Evo 2016 when he sent me to losers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Convincingly, it was like three one, and I had to. T- I had a. He was happy back. too. He was like, finally. Yeah, he, he I put my stick down, sleep. dude. I walked off. I went and I just, you know, took a breather, grabbed the Red Bull. I was talking to Daryl for a little bit. I'm like, ah, this motherfucker, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit. 
That was one of his best performance. <laughs> oh, for but, sure. But going back to UGC, when you beat me in the finals, I remember it was like, man, I took a deep breath. Like, <sighs> and uh, not sure if you remember, but you were up 2-0 on the second set. I don't remember that. Um, the first set, I was in the winners. Uh-huh. And uh, I lost the first set, and we went into the second one. Oh, because I reset the bracket. Yes, yeah, reset, the bracket. reset the bracket. reset the bracket. And the second one was a perfect. The second match was the second match. Was it when I did uh, when I did uh, force field? Yes, force field with the drums. I came in swinging because I didn't. I was like, "Well, this match is over," but I didn't think you were gonna do that. I did force field into drums, and and it was a nasty combo. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I just fucking lost, dude. I feel like I've always done better coming from the losers bracket because it's it's like uh, you got nothing to lose. Uh, You go hams. You go yeah. You go. I just go crazy. uh, Everybody in the back was counting me out too. Uh, I, I think some of the Alex Arcade heads were there. I, I believe Gala was in the back. I know Jesse was in the back, and they were like, "No, oh, it was hype." Because you know the thing was that you know, you were winning so much, man. We <laughs> he was on a tear, we, we man. We couldn't take you out. You know, it, it was only Pasadena that got to you a couple times. Uh, Ray. Got to you. Ray would take me out too. Yeah. yeah. And shout out to But Ray. if we go back, nobody else was able to. Right. And, you know, when you got that perfect, everybody in the back was counting me out. And I turned around. I don't know if you remember this, but I do clearly. And I was like, it's just one match. It's one game. It's just one game. We're still here. And I turned around and I won three you or won four straight. I yeah. won them straight. It was always. The mix-ups that would get me, you would always hit me with short, short rocket punch, and then I had so much trouble blocking the next mix-up because <laughs> you would either stay low or you would try jump to the other side and go low, low. I couldn't block it. <laughs> I was and always like, "God damn!" I knew how to mix it up. Man. Yeah. I, after that set, I, I was really um, exhausted. Well, what happened I, was you got up. Ivan helped you up, and he raised your arm up. Yeah. Like he was a fucking referee or some shit. What are you doing, dude? Um, I had to walk outside and catch some air. I was really exhausted, and yeah. even when I sat down, I, you know, in my my eyes, my vision, I yeah. was Magneto drones was like in my, like flashes of that yeah. in my eyes. That's crazy. Here's what I remember: what happened afterwards. What happened afterwards was um, in the Facebook group, people were talking about it, mm-hmm. and there was a couple of people that were kind of discrediting you for that. I don't, I don't know I don't, why. I don't recall that. I don't, yeah, I don't know why, but you did. Cause like you tagged me and you said, Hey, did you sandbag? Did you give oh, it your all? I, I think that I used to do that privately. Was it private? Yes. I sent you a message that I think this was the next day actually. Was it? And I asked him like, Hey, did you give me your best? Yeah, and I said yeah, and you said yeah. Yes. I said yeah, I did. You and got I was me, like, bro. okay, yeah. and I said thank you. Yeah, and I, I I left it alone. Oh, okay. So then it was in the DMs. It was in okay. the DMs. Uh, I don't recall. I, I, I you know I was never the type to go in the group and post anything. I never posted results or, or or say oh good games to this person. I won this set or this much. Yeah, yeah. I was I never did those things. Okay. Well, I mean, I was under the impression that people were questioning it, but um it, I don't remember. But it honest. I mean, you fucking got like um, there was nothing to discredit from. Like you got me. You got me and that yeah. was that was it. it I mean, was four magical, straight. It was a magical night for me. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so once again, another, another thing that people may not be aware of is that you fucking won a tournament against me. Yeah. Where you sent me, you sent me to losers and, and you eliminated me in grand finals. And, uh, in that same tournament, it was uh, Ray in winners finals. So that was good for me yeah. too. That was a good one for me too. Oh, man. Abs was part of that one. There were yeah. so many people that yeah. I had to go. I had to go through, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I know we both did. Yeah. Um, and these guys were always out to out for blood, man. Serbot was always unfor- unrelentless. Oh, Anytime that yeah, I would play yeah. him, he he would always do his best to take me out. Yeah. And he did take me out. 2015 Evo, Evo yeah. he sent me to losers. That was the first time I seen him sent you to losers. He sent me to losers. Yeah, it was 2-0. He was happy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I did end up getting him back in the losers bracket. But uh, that's you know that's another thing that people may not be aware of. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, that's why it's a shame, man. It's a shame that the, the UGC footage got scrubbed from I, the internet. Um, that fucking sucks. Because man. those were some intense matches, bro. Yeah. Even though it wasn't a high-profile setting like Evo or whatever, we were still playing our, our asses off. And there was good players in those tournaments, too. Oh, yeah. We had visitors uh, on, on those uh, tournaments. Yeah, exceptional talent. Um, I remember Josh360 came down one time, and we had some matches there at UGC. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Prince's money matches against uh, oh, Ivan. Ivan. Oh yeah, you know Ivan had a bullseye on his on his on his forehead, bro. Dark, <laughs> and he just Dark Prince just couldn't pull it off, dude. You know, and he I remember Dark Prince was hyping it up, like oh, I got a new stick. It's custom built. It's yeah. everything is. And brand he was new. playing. He was playing. And he was playing, but him. Ivan was just. I remember Ivan was on the come up, so he he did his homework too. Apparently, say what you yeah. want about Ivan, but. He's got a solid cable. It's it's one of the best. One of the best. Yes. Yeah. If we look yes. at if we look back the way that he plays, it's it, it is one of the best for yes. sure. Not the best, but he's up there. He's in the talks. Yeah. Sanford has said it. We're talking about it, oh, obviously. Yeah. So you can't take that away from mm-hmm. him. Um, so UGC closes its doors, right? Yeah, they do. Unfortunately, yeah. at this time, um, you and I kind of uh got closer we got closer along with wes mm-hmm. and we we found common ground outside of marvel with fucking funko pops right oh yes <laughs> <laughs> so that's always cool it's always been cool to connect with people outside of just the game and we get into other things uh see that's one of the things about this game is it it introduced me to great people people that i i'm friends with today and I still talk to them to this day, so this game means a lot to me. Yeah. Dude, we yeah. went through we went through so many yeah. Funko Pop experiences, <laughs> and just talking about the market and stuff like that. For those, of you, I mean, just like anybody else, guys, Jtron has a variety of hobbies. And, um, collectibles is one. Oh, yes. um, he's an avid 49ers fan, oh, right? Absolutely, man. All right, yes. which brings me to my next uh, point. Oh, God. 2016, all right, I relocated to San Jose for work, okay. so I moved up north. I only had a couple of people to play with. Uh, Johnson, uh, Anthony Easy came by a couple of times, and, of course, Chungsta. So yes. we kind of set up, uh, or I, I kind of set it you up. You set that up, yeah. <laughs> you found yourself. I thought we were just going to play some casuals and all fun and games because, you know, I was going for a 49er game out there. And... Yeah, you found yourself on a road trip to go up north, mm-hmm. and yes. I kind of figured, hey, maybe you can stop by, we'll chill for a little bit, mm-hmm. and you can play Chunksta. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Chunksta has always been a beast, bro. Top, he, he, made, he got That's second right. place in 2008. Um, he... He's a runner-up twice at Evo. 
Which, which, what twice. Other year? He got second place twice. And 2008 and um, what other year? Uh, I don't remember the no? other year, but I, I know it's twice because I remember those videos. Okay. Um, yeah. um, I remember you guys coming over, but the only issue was that I didn't have a, the right TV. Yeah. I was doing everything on my my flat screen Samsung. I mean, not not the not a true HD TV, but it's not a CRT either. Right. So there was a little bit of input delay, and um, you guys played your your first, it was a first of ten. It was fifteen. First of fifteen. Yes. Was there money? Yes, there was. <laughs> How much yeah. did you guys play for? I, if I'm not mistaken, it was for a hundred or one fifty. I I believe it was. I don't know, but it was something like that. Dude, that yeah. was cr- that was crazy. Especially, you remember how small that space was? Yeah, the studio. That was the studio. It was a studio, bro. Yeah. and I was, man, those are some horrible times. <laughs> but, but you guys came through, and there were actually some good matches. Yes, some good matches, and I'm just in the back, like, what the hell? These guys are fucking yeah. throwing it down. You recorded it, also. Yeah, it's on uh, it's on YouTube. Is it? Yeah, if you guys go to my channel, I'll actually post it up. Um, put a link into the description. I'll put a link in the description. The set is still up. It's mm-hmm. Jtron versus uh, Chunksta, and you can obviously see some input errors because okay. of the you know because of the TV and the, the, TV? the, the stick that you're using, whatever. But those are some good matches. But how crazy is it that? Like you found yourself up north, you know, like mm-hmm. up north. I'm up there, yeah. and you were able to stop by and get some games in, like with me, with Chunksta. Like it's just. Well, we were out there for two nights, so I figured I'm like, well, I can spend this day with you guys, you know, and play, and maybe I'll go have a drink or something, and uh, that's how I ended. What a up. small world, bro. Yeah. yeah, you were in San Jose. I was in San so Jose. Yeah, basically on the way out there. Yeah. Um, after that. Things didn't work out, obviously, with me and the company that I was with up north. Um, I came back to SoCal, like, in 2017. And then we started running sessions at Duck. And that's when, oh, we, yeah. and that's when we formed, <laughs> we call it the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've talked about this yet. No, right? we haven't talked about this. The Illuminati. Yeah. That, that's uh, for all of our listeners out there. Marvel 2 has an Illuminati. And... <laughs> It's, it's comprised. A it's a secret society, dude. So don't you ever fucking talk about it <laughs> anywhere else. <laughs> and it's comprised of myself, Jtron, Wes, Ray, and Duck. Duck. And we were able to. And, and it wasn't. It wasn't 2017. It was a little bit before that, right? Um, was it or was it 2017? Um. Hmm. When we were all kind of getting together. Yeah, 2017 sounds about right. Yeah. And we would go over to like Ducks or Rays or whatever. And we we would have sessions. And sometimes we'd stream. You know, back in the old days when we we would have to go on Facebook Live. Like Duck would put the phone. He would put the phone on his his work boot. Yes. On his work boot, remember? Yes. And that was was his tripod. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's so true. But dude, that those were the sessions that that was like the most elite sessions that that we ever experienced because we were we were all top guys, and we were just playing against each other and just having sets. And sometimes, like I would I would get some wins, or majority of the wins. Sometimes Duck would just maul oh, yeah, all of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, you know, you would get your games. Wes, you know, Wes was kind of like in and out, so he wasn't really playing playing top. Yeah, but. 
dude we would order food and and just, just bullshit just have a good time yeah. dude good sessions yeah not just practice but you know we would socialize and, and do our thing oh yes uh and then you know wes wes got his place and we started doing the sessions over there too yeah mm-hmm. yeah and man i'm all i'm forever grateful for that yeah for because we we had some good laughs and some good moments good oh, yeah. food Fuck. good drinks, drinks good marvel and it's if, good vibes all around man yeah if you look at look back at how we were back in 2008 2009 i would have never imagined bro never imagined that i would have been you know there with you guys having these games and, and doing all these things is it because of the click thing uh or, or, you know you you had your own circle maybe well are you talking are you referring to infrit yeah and prodigy i mean I, yeah i mean i will in 2009 i kind of went solo because these guys and i've, t- I've talked about it with infrit about this and he like he I, I made a comment along the lines of you guys kind of like left me behind and he said that they they all moved on like we all moved on from marvel 2 and then that made me think like well why didn't i move on like marvel 3 came out street fighter 4 came out none of these other games enticed me as much as marvel 2 and i think it's because i felt there was still more like i'm not done yet there's still there's still more to discover and still more to implement in this game right and even even today with all the shit that's coming out shuma the the spider-man at fight kingdom you know <laughs> like there's still things that can be done at high level and that's where people say well i mean you're the only one who's you know who's really investing in time and all that but that's my choice that's my personal choice and that's what i do with it you know anybody else could do what i'm doing and but maybe there's you know other factors maybe you don't have the time maybe you don't have the system anymore maybe you sold your stick or all kinds else. of reasons yeah there's there's all kinds of things going on i'm just in a place where i can i can do that and there's nothing wrong with that there's, there's nothing wrong with oh that. no yeah no you know when you truly enjoy doing something That's that right. you do and it fuels you yeah and it's not just the the clicks either but it's all of the issues that like there were personal issues that we all had at one point mm. like i had my problems with wes that we talked about during his oh, episode yeah. um i had issues with ray at one point with you also you know yeah. we kind of had like our little yeah, exchanges here and there yeah. but we that's why it kind of blows my mind that we were able to kind of like put that to the side or, or move past it and now dude we're fucking come together how many inside jokes we have and all that <laughs> shit yeah. and, and conversations people, man yeah it's just uh it, it can be done right we it's matured. never too late yeah it's, it's never too late so if you guys have a beef or whatever or, or there's an issue it's never too late to squash it yeah. it's not worth it either yeah um after that well once uh we were doing the sessions but the competition kind of like it kind of died down 2018 had nothing for us like we there was evil, wasn't there? There was evil, oh. but there was no singles tournament. It was a team tournament that ended up not working out because the following day, nobody showed up. Oh, damn. I think Ivan was supposed to show up with I don't know who else. Um, I think only two teams showed up, and we had to, and we had the main stage time, and they told us, hey, man. They told us, hey. It's time. Hey, you guys need to figure it out. Oh. So we did. Oh, yeah. 
three East on th- versus West. The yeah, three on oh, three. I remember, I remember it was that. me, you, and, and Duck. Duck. Yeah. Yeah, Blue, um, Blue came up to me. He was like, hey, I, I need you guys to figure it out and, you know, just play. And we did, man. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember, a lot of people weren't happy about that. Well, there was only one guy, one dirtbag, who kind of made his voice heard, and he was like, <laughs> oh, this is a joke. You guys are unbelievable. Well, in my opinion, I felt like me and VDO had no business doing anything on that stage, <laughs> in my opinion. And, well, I, I'm speaking for myself because I didn't really train for that. I didn't know that was going to be a thing. And I didn't have much practice coming into Evo. You know, at this point, I just come around because I... I I love the you game, love the, game. Yeah. the community. I, I I like hanging out with everyone, and I wasn't prepared for that. So I felt like somebody else was more deserving to to be there. There was nobody else. But that's the problem. Yeah. There was nobody else. And Blue was like, "Hey man, I need you to play." And that's when Duck came up to me. He's like, "No, you're playing." Yeah, you're playing. I yeah. Said, Let's play. (laughs) (laughs) I would counter argue that you were deserving of that because of what you you had accomplished up until that point. You weren't as active. Right. You were kind of slipping into almost like a cable guy role. You know, the cable guy only shows up fucking every Evo and he touches every stick. Like, hey, let me, hey, let me buy your stick. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, uh, we made it work, dude. We made it work and we got the win and we just did the, best that we could yeah. given the circumstances given the circumstances yeah like that's it yeah. yeah 2019 did you do anything that year did you go to evo because that that was the high roller tournament where yeah. the entry fee was 100 bucks yeah i i didn't enter but i was there um the last tournament i entered for evo was 2017 oh yeah that was the okay. last one and since then i didn't uh enter any of them anymore but I was there because, like I said, it was always the community. I like coming around and saying what's up to everyone. Good times, dude. And one thing, too, I love watching other people play. So that's one thing. I could sit in a chair, grab my popcorn, and just watch people play, and I enjoy it. That's dope. So it's, that, a, it's great, dude. It's, yes. a, it's a great game to play, great game to watch yes. also. And that high rollers, I was watching it. I was enjoying it. It's exciting. Yes. What was your experience like playing? Because um, we talked about the East Coast, right? You had money matches with Desmond. Uh, yeah, I did in Chicago. What about Sanford? Sanford. Um, well, I, I I played him uh, in that first to seven. It was it 2015, I believe. I lost to him. Um, after that, I had uh, I played him another two times where they were just casuals. You know, they don't mean anything and uh he quit on me he rage quit on me oh shit twice actually um on one of them he was saying something about the stick and that he was gonna go play over there and he just he left upset um, don't know why i took it as you know whatever it's you know it was just casuals they don't mean anything magneto yeah and the second time, uh, Tree Fady was actually in the back. Uh, Duck was in the back, and they were laughing because, you know, he got up and he was like, "You're so wild." <laughs> he was like, "You're you're all over the screen," with Magneto. He was complaining about Magneto, and I actually had a perfect going in there. 
in, in that match when he got up and he just said, I, I, I can't do this. Oh, shit. And I was just like, well, okay. So I, you know, I resetted the game and just, you know, moved on. You know, well, Sanford's always had a, a hatred towards Magneto. Um, because yeah, of, it's pretty well known by now. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, we all know. We all that. know that. it's but all common knowledge. I, I feel like he just didn't like the fact that I was able to hang in there with him because you well, know, he, maybe he didn't know who you were. Um, maybe yeah. And, and that yeah, could, that's say. that's another factor too is that you're getting blown up by. It, it's pride. It's a pride yeah, thing, right? That's why and, a lot of I people mean, choose not just to play. They were just casuals. I mean, they didn't really mean anything, right? I mean, you know, it it really takes nothing away from him either. We know how great he is. The, right. the issue with that is so, is that not you know. not everybody shares that mentality, and some people will take casuals, and as soon as they're done, they'll hop on their phone and they'll message somebody, "Hey, man, I just got wins off of this guy." Oh, I I never did none of those things. There's people that do I, dirt oh, yeah. bags oh, that I know. do that. I've seen it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I just wanted to play the guy because I know I'm playing a legend, and that's right. You know, I I didn't get those opportunities to play him much either since he's an East Coast player. There's another tournament that slipped under the radar. Okay. 2019, the Showboat Casino Resort. Oh, yeah. Talk to me about that one. (laughs) Okay, so this was was an event going on, and this was when uh, Roundhouse and Josh 360 had their money match. That first to was it fifteen? I believe it was. Uh, I, yeah, I believe so. Was it was it for ten k? Oh, it was a lot of money involved. Yeah. I know the East Coast was not very happy. <laughs> <laughs> and, but you uh, ended up, but you ended up winning that tournament. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. Who who was in the bracket? Um, Chris Matrix was in there. Um, a couple of the other East Coast players were in there too, but they. They just didn't play. Some of them didn't play. Like Josh Wakefall didn't play. Uh, a G-Con, I think, I think G-Con DQ'd also. He didn't, he didn't care. They were upset. I think I think they were mad over the loss. Oh, for uh, Roundhouse? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 yeah, because they, they left, and only a few of them stayed. Uh, Roundhouse stayed. Roundhouse wanted to win of that course, tournament. Of course, of uh, course. Me and Wes were there, and uh, Blue was also there, and yeah. he was doing the, the whole uh, recording and stream stuff. Either way, that's another feather in your cap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll but, take it. I yeah. wasn't expecting uh, to win it either, you know, because I wasn't playing very well either. Um, I did play G-Con in the first to 10, though. Nice. How did that go? Um, no, it didn't go well. I, I lost oh, shit. bad. Yeah. Um, I had some troubles with the monitors that they were playing on. Y- you know, um, the last thing I ever want to do is put that as an excuse. But at the end of the day, I press start. Right. But I, I did have to, like, adapt to those monitors. Slight timing issue? Uh, I, I want to yeah. say, yeah. Okay. And uh, I played G-Con. I think the score was like 10-5, I believe, or 10-4. I got a couple of wins towards the end. But he was playing good, man. Yeah, I just, G-Con, I couldn't, around I couldn't that time, yeah, that around game. that time, he was he was definitely a beast. I, I felt like for me to keep up with a player like him, I have to sit down and play and, and, and play. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But if it wasn't for that set, I wouldn't have won that tournament. Because he pissed me off. So, 
he, that set drove me to play better in the tournament. I was like, okay, you know what? Time let to focus up. Yeah, let me see. Let me focus over here now. And uh, I was able to win that tournament. It was Who's me, in the and finals? me and Wes. Oh, okay. And I told him, I'm nice. like, as long as one of us takes it, we're good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, you know, because West Coast, baby. Yeah, that's right. Me and Wes were doing a East Coast trip, and it so happened to, you know, that coincide. Yeah, yeah, it was around that nice. time, so that's why we went. And, um, yeah, I was able to win that one i was able to get by that Dude, one. that's fucking amazing yeah guys this is what we're talking about there's a lot of things that fly under the radar a lot of accomplishments and that's what we're trying to do is just bring it to light you know it, and make sure that everybody knows that you've you've put your own yeah. footprint in this in this community and, and set your mark uh the COVID era happened right we've talked about this plenty of times with multiple oh, yeah. guests it kind of killed the vibe for us um no more dc sessions yeah the 20th anniversary of Marvel 2 was scrapped. Oh, you know, I that wanted was, to see that one. That, that was, was another yeah, thing. Huge right? loss for us. Oh, man. Um, I feel like you kind of went missing during that era. I, I, I did. Yeah. And I, also, be, everyone was playing online, too. And I was like, well, I'm not interested in online. So I just said, well, there's nothing going on. So Nothing I, nothing went on. No. A lot of us disappeared. Um, no. The ones that stayed online continued to... Find a way to make it work. Um, people started making content. Thrilla, Roundhouse, uh, the oh, East yeah. Coast guys. You know, we had to find a way to kind of fill that gap, and that's what we did. Shout-outs to those two guys, Thrilla and Roundhouse. You know, the the work that they've done, you know, with the streaming and, and keeping the game alive is, is really... It takes a lot of work. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do that, honestly. I I couldn't do what those guys you do. You can't do the commentary, bro? <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's not the commentary. It's more of the work and the time that they put in. Just um, just like what we did, man. It's yeah. an investment. Yeah. And you're, and you're spending a lot of money on equipment yeah. and time and figuring out the settings and what works and whatnot. Yeah, so kudos to those yeah, guys, man. Definitely. They deserve their flowers for yeah. doing what they do. And the definitely. sessions that Thriller throws also, they're man, it's, yeah. it's Great. Shout outs to any anybody who not just them, but anybody who uh, has a Twitch, a YouTube. You guys are taking the time to record content and put it out there for us. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Oh, yes. If the game is closing in on twenty five years, Damn, yeah. Um, <laughs> being out more than what some of these new FGC guys have, you know, it's older than a lot of these F these new fighting game community members. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they don't know about the game or how it works. And we're still here trying to grind it out and talk about it. You know, squeezing every last drop <laughs> out of it. Um, how do you see the community nowadays and then the direction that we're going? Because now you have a lot of people who want to, you know, a lot of fresh faces that we haven't seen before. Oh, yeah. And they're starting to get into it. Do you have any advice for anybody who wants to pick up the game? Uh, anybody who's looking to get started? What advice would you have for somebody for to, to, to take the JTron path? Okay. You're, one thing I do want to say is you're going to go through a lot of else before you earn those W's. Uh, be patient. Learn as much as you can. Travel. Compete in tournaments. Uh, money match if you have to because that helps. It, it helped me because I felt like since there was some pressure involved, it it helped me prepare for tournaments also. Um, 
just grind it out, man. You, you know, come out and play. You know, um, not just at home online, but come out. I think the if the money match is definitely a great suggestion. If you can't do that for our, our newbies out there, um, set a goal post. And if you find yourself playing somebody online or in person, make it a, a two out of three. Make it a first to five. Make some kind of goal post. So you're, you're heading towards something. And it's not just, oh, you want to play some casuals? Oh, yeah, let's play casuals. Yeah. You know, that'll that'll kind of help with jitters and and putting a little bit of pressure on it. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, the last thing is the run back. We do that every 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 episode. Okay. Is there any prior loss or any prior set that you've lost that you want to correct or that you wish you could correct with enough practice and enough training? Well, I. I, I truly don't. I, I felt like I got what I wanted out of the game. And I'm very comfortable where I'm at. Um, there are players that I wish I could have done better against them or at least get a, a few more W's. You know, you being one of them. <laughs> Pasadena, that's another one. Um, but outside of that, I... I got exactly what I wanted out of the game, and maybe that's why I'm so comfortable today that I, I feel like I don't have the need to really come out and content. try to prove uh, something. Fair enough. Yeah, since I, f I feel comfortable. Yeah, fair enough. And I, <sighs> um, I don't know what it's going to take for me to get that feeling. I, 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 don't, I don't know. You've done enough. I <laughs> I feel like I cannot walk away from the game until something happens. Like something happens where it's going to make me feel like, all right, yeah, it's time. I, I feel like I'm close. To hanging it up? I feel like I'm close. And if you're going to ask me what it's going to take, you know how when we're in a match, right? Let's say... It's Magneto versus Magneto, right? There's times where you, you do this all the time. There's a Magneto on you, and you'll time it to where you do a crouching jab, jab, snap back. That's like, that. it's it's a situation that you know you know how to do it, make a split decision, right? Yes. And in Marvel 2, there's a lot of times, a lot of moments in the scramble where you know what button to press at, at the right time, and you just make a snap decision like that. And I feel like I'm close. I'm close to where I know what to do in every situation. Oh, wow. And that's why my matches go by like this. Where I either die. I die so fast or I, I'm, the match is over instantly. You, you'll rarely see time over in my matches. Right? Yeah. Would you agree? Yes. Like it's, never, agree. it's never time no, over. No, it doesn't go to that. It's always, it's always quick. And I feel like I'm close, dude. I'm this close to... Knowing what to do in every situation. Yeah. You have it all mapped. Yeah. And I think that when when the skill gap is that wide again, how it used to be like 10 years ago. Like, like 10 years ago, it was evident that I was head and shoulders above everybody else, right? And I don't know, dude. I feel like that's what it would take for me to walk away. Is Is when I know, okay, I have it all mapped out. Um, mission completed mission completed yeah but i mean that that's that's more t 
that's more for the game engine, right? It's not really like sets. Like for me, I've corrected everything, right? I've had enough time to correct everything against Reset, against Wes, against Justin Wong, against Sanford, uh, Pasadena. Like I've, mm-hmm. like it's it's already it's already done. So in that aspect, yeah, I'm with you on 100. percent Um, but like I said, there's something that just keeps me continuing to grind. And as long as that's there, then Ugh. we can continue to live it on, bro. It's almost disgusting, dude. You're, you're already a legend of the game. I don't know about that. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not sure how much more can you break this game than you already have. What else can I do, bro? <laughs> I mean, for you to explore Spider-Man and Shuma. And I Shuma mean, and Strider, the Strider stuff that yeah, I'm doing nowadays. I mean, Ugh. The only other thing would be to pick up a different team. People want me to pick Dalsim, uh, Spiral, you know, like that's something that I could do also, but it's more time, dude, more time and more, more L's. Like you said, I'm going to have to take some yeah. L's and I'm not used to it. I'm not used to right. taking L's. <sighs> I, I hear you on that. As soon as he picks MSS, it's like coming home. <laughs> Matrix, dude. Matrix for me is like, my, I feel like that's my best team now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very oppressive fucking uh, team, bro. But uh, you know that's 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 a story for another day. You won at Reloaded too with Matrix. You, uh, you played it. I know you played it. No, I got second place. I got second place against Duck. Oh, right. But uh, you were winning with that team. I was, right? yeah, yeah, I was. I beat, I beat Servbot with it. I beat Pasadena with it. Dude, that I had to work my way up because I, Jen, because I fucking picked Spider Man. And Jin sent me to uh, to, losers. to losers, and this was early on. This was like my third, like second or third match, mm. and then I had to work my way all my way all the way back up to grand finals against Duck, and against mm. Duck I can't pick anything but MSS. Yeah, yeah. I need MSS against Duck. That's the only way. Yeah, I can't wear him down with Matrix. I, I have beaten Duck in a long set before with Matrix, but. MSS is, is you more had to go with your reliable. Butter. Yeah. Anyway, um, Jtron, we went over your history, man. I, I appreciate you being on here, telling your story. Uh, the advice that you gave you give to the you know the up and comers, solid advice. I hope that you guys listening can take that into account. And now, you guys listening at home, um, you know a little bit more about the history be, behind not just Jtron but Regency in general. And the dynamic that they had as a community and as an arcade, um, there's a lot more that we have to cover yeah. with with different members. I mean, we'll see who we, we can get on here and kind of yeah. fill in the gaps, but there are so many more stories to tell, bro. <laughs> you know, it's and I'm sure that we once we're done here and you go home or whatever, you're going to think, fuck, dude, I forgot I, to cover. Yeah. I forgot to cover yeah. that. But mm-hmm. Like I said, these two hours just slip by. They go by quick. I like nothing. <laughs> yeah. um, Juan, do you have anything else for us? Um, no, <laughs> I don't. I think we're good. Um, a man of few words. Yes. Um, thank you, though, for having me here. This was awesome. This is my first time being in a podcast. The so, first of many, bro. We're going to do an Illuminati Hopefully, one hey, with uh, Duck and Wes. That West would be nice. Uh, <laughs> it would be nice to bring Duck here. I've been wa- I've been um, wanting to get him on here, I'm but gonna he's... I'm going to convince him. 
I'll, Please do. He I'll says he's not much of a public speaker, but uh, it's okay. We could all carry no, it. Too. Neither am I, but we yeah. can. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. Make it work. Yeah, make it work. I mean, you know, but um, yeah, I will be at a Fight Kingdom. I'm gonna try to get in some kind of shape oh, for yeah. it too. I'd like to. I don't want to go out there and just go zero and two. Yeah. So um, I will be practicing at, at, at home. At least I'll try to, you know, shape up a little bit for it. You might, uh, we might see Junior B up there, bro. Oh, man. I would love to he see that He was there. He was there last year. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to say what's up to him. Ivan, you got anything for us? No, man. It's uh, it's great to have Jay here. I mean, just hearing his story just filled in a lot of gaps, too. Um, and like I said, we have plenty of other members to bring on. Um, and again, once again, for Jay, I mean, if there was somebody that you could choose to have a money match with, with it's obviously going to be Neo, right? I think that just that is that just yeah, cements it. it. It would be <laughs> yeah. him, okay, because yeah. it's not it's not a run back for you, right? It's his run back. I've been trying to get Neo on here also, but it's I just, think Neo is oh, great. Schedules, I bring him one schedules <laughs> have always has obvi- it's we'll always been a conflict, but we'll you know we'll set something up. We'll figure it out. We got um, world on here, so guys, we're gonna go ahead and sign off. Um, I appreciate you guys. If you if you're still listening, thank you for sticking by. Uh, thanks for waiting. It's been a while since we had one of these. It's been a while, <laughs> and we'll try to keep these on uh, more frequently. Um, shout outs to everybody that we mentioned. Thank you for the memories. Thank you for continuing to, continuing to support uh, the channel, um, the community in general, Marvel 2, and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace Thank you, out. guys. And thanks, Jay. All right.